JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. This is Vito. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 37. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all excited. No, you're like, hey, I know. Everybody. Wow. Funny smiles. My energy. Smiles. Exactly. I pulled that reserve energy that I had stored up. Yeah. Woo. Working all day. Do you get a, like a little bell that goes mm-hmm. off when you're out of your reserve? Yeah, it's like in a car or something. Yeah. It's like spider sense. You get what? Never mind. Tingles? <laughs> yes. Tingles? Tickles? Spiders and tingling? Right on. They were trashing that five-hour energy stuff on the Today Show. but Yes. Why? Yes, I saw that. Mm, I don't know. Because it's it's a false boost or something. And it's... I don't know. It's a false <laughs> like, boost. Like any of the You're full drinks. of energy, but it's not really No, it's, a, it's good as having a, cu- a cup of coffee. has the same amount of caffeine and a cup of coffee. And the rest of the mm. stuff really doesn't do anything good for you. Oh. I only took that once opinion. and it didn't really but do it's not, like, not for me. But it's like concentrated, so... I guess... I don't know. So it doesn't yeah, work the way like water. Monster works. Like Monster actually. Monster. Uh, gets Monster. Yeah. That's I'm and, afraid to have. And I will. I will say this now. Now that we found out that the um, the guy who owns Rockstar has completely disassociated himself from his father, Michael Savage, Rockstar is okay to drink again because they're not. Um, they 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 yeah. pretty much yeah they said you know so what we pedals. love the gays we're sorry <laughs> you know that this guy's my father we're not associated with him here's a hundred thousand dollars to three you know so to four different charities to his business hundred thousand so that was it to three charities three so three hundred thousand it's a there's twenty five star there's twenty five people in the company they are a small yeah. company that wow. was a lot so I'm like you know what if you put your money where your mouth is that's fucking awesome yeah. I will go back I went to so. a gay club on Friday and they had Rockstar on the well so yeah it can't be hurting Rockstar too much to alienate the game Rockstar <laughs> right. Rockstar pomegranate juiced is the bizarre I mother. have to say um it got me crazy wired. I was I drank like one Red Bull and had two vodka rock stars, and I was on fire Wait. at Pop Stars, like crazy. In fuego. Hmm? In fuego. I don't know what that means. On fire. On fire. See. Wow. We're about ten fire. minutes from the border. Uh, in fuego. That's like I know Spanish. I took four years, but I just don't remember what fuego meant. <laughs> It wasn't that a mm. car. It's all cheating. Huh? Okay. Yes. The Fuego. The Fuego. Yes. Renault <laughs> Fuego. Yes. It was. Woo. The Renault Fuego. Yes. Well, there goes all our energy. Fuck. I don't remember that one. See you next week. <laughs> right. so and get, I'm Brian. Let's get Rockstar <laughs> Bye, to... Uh, all right. Oh, stop that. That was wasn't. All right. So what's happening? Let's get Rockstar to support us. Well, weekends. should we, we talk about our weekends? At the podcast. Sure. I had a fun-filled, thrill-packed weekend. It was very good and fine. And... I would do it again. Cool. Wow, I, would re- I had a good one, too. Wow. I would recommend it to a friend. I would recommend it to a friend. No, it started early. I um, I split on Thursday and um, went up to Long Beach. My friend James from right. San Francisco uh, right. works for a company that they basically go to hotels that suck, and they say, hey, we'll manage your hotel and make it not suck, and we'll, make it, we'll give it like a facelift and make it hip and cool and happening and awesome. So they were doing that to a hotel called the Maya in Long Beach. Um, which is right on the water, right across the water from where the Pride Festival is, actually. Oh, cool. 
So caught up with him on Thursday, and we went out with his coworkers who just may be like, I want to work for that company. I think I'm going to ask if they're going to start hiring because they have the coolest employees in the history of cool. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, his friend, her name is um, Parosta. It's P-A-R-A-S-T-O, but it's Porosta. Porosta. That's what it is, Porosta. Porosta is super good. She's awesome. And um, we went uh, out to this place. Uh, did you see my Twitter about, like, it was called, like, Bucci's or something like that? Bucci's mm-hmm. Bistro or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they had the make-your-own sliders. Right, right. It was so good. They had a, uh, this is all for JP, they had, like, a, <laughs> they had a boar slider. It a was boar good. Slider? A boar it's slider with, like, with uh, um, yeah. Wow, that was really good, JP. Thank you. Can I stop and thank you for that one? Because that yeah. was really funny. Yeah. 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 It was super boring. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. That's like on pop. That's like pop yeah. stick humor. Right. <laughs> Zuka Joe humor. Like it's right early there. in the night. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not a family circus. Yeah. Fan, that's like yeah. Billy, Whatever. Billy and Family your, Circus said that. Your standards look <laughs> high. Black and white. What's black and white? Red all over. So anyway. Wow, that was. Loud, but but the the boar uh, uh, burger was really good. So we had burgers, and then we went to the Long Beach bars. We went to the Brit and the Mine Shaft. Um, uh, the Mine Shaft. Yes. <laughs> the Mine Shaft mind. is all full of like, hardwood on the inside. It's like super. It has. Are we talking is everything yeah, here? Is this code? Built, is it the one with the benches along the walls and the pool table? Yes. Yeah, it's got two pool tables, yeah. and it has like bleacher seating that's made yeah. out of like wood. It's all like railroad oh, ties. Mine. Shout yeah, out. I just said. That I think you said mind. Like M I N D shaft. Why would like, no, what the mind. hell? Well, see, that no. was why I'm confused. I'm like, that would be the, cere- the cerebral cortex. I no. will work harder on enunciating. Well, no, I've spent spent my mouth a lot why, of would you, why would you even think of mind? Well, you, you just know. call it the brain stem. Because it's what it sounded like you said. We went to the mind. <laughs> wow. Mind oh, shaft. Yeah, really that's bizarre. Believe me, I just did a Dave. I did a Dave. What? I don't know. All right. It would be Hello. Oh, my God. It would be the brain stem. I spent many a night at the mind shaft. You yes. should know me by now that I often have a, hear things very strange. Now my that shaft, my shaft was at the mine. Shaft. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the hard that was the hard wood that you were right. talking about. Yeah, right. They had a Tuesday night dollar beer but, uh, night or dollar twenty five beer night that used to be. Amazing. It was wow. fun, and then we went when we went to the Brit. There were actually quite a few people at the Brit, that which Thursday was surprising on a Thursday night. Yeah, and it was pretty happening, and uh, some sexiness there. Some Ooh. sexy bartenders there. I'm talking to you, Mr. Fohawk guy with the tattoos and the whatnot that kept. Wait, wait, wait! At me. You said a Fohawk guy? I, dude, he was oh? hot. Oh. He was hot. Hey, I'll let the faux hawk go if you're hot. I'm just saying. And he worked. <laughs> and it kind of worked in, that, a, that, in a way. That pretty much works on just about everything. Remember, all. asterisk at the end of every one of my sentences. If they're unless hot. You're if hot. They're hot. Unless exactly. you're hot. Yeah. I'll never do that unless they're hot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll completely sell myself out for hot. <laughs> Um, but that was really fun. Uh, the Brit was actually, like, like I said, it was kind of happening and stuff. And um, like I said, his coworkers were just super cool. And then on Friday, um, I went to Disneyland for Robert's birthday. Yeah. Um, it was like RDRR and Little Henry and um, Dan Baggett and his friend Earl, who's in town, and Yeda showed up. And so um, that was good times. Uh, Disney was doing, I only was, I only rode like three rides because. Like, we got there, and we rode a ride, and then we had lunch, and then we rode some more rides. There's some cool stuff happening at Disney, though. They're going to do, um, they're turning Space Mountain into, like, a Halloween thing. They're going to have Halloween inside of Space Mountain, like, Halloween oh. Halloween theming and stuff. Already? Yeah. Huh. Well, no, not until September. But I guess apparently they do this um, at, like, Hong Kong Disneyland. It's called, like, Space Ghosts, or not Space Ghosts, huh. but you know what I mean. Coast to Ghosts coast. of Space. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> so they're going to do that, which is kind of cool. Any good progress on um, Disney's California Adventure? 
Yeah, I, I didn't go over there for more than a moment, but I saw some pictures today, and that world of color is really coming along. Like, they have the whole stadium seating thing finished, and they just started bulldozing that orange, the big orange that they're turning oh, the in. Oh, the swings. They're turning into the symphony swings now, mm-hmm. and they started bulldozing Whoopi Goldberg's, you know, theater <laughs> thing, because that's, <laughs> yeah, the, the that's where the uh, Little theater. Mermaid thing's going to go. Yeah. And then they're starting to bulldoze the parking lot, because that's where uh, cars, cars land. land. Yes. Yeah. So big we'll stuff. We'll the loop. That yeah. way, uh, what do you call it? will no longer be a dead end. Uh, um, you, here. Uh, so that way, um, um, what do you call Tower it? Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror will right. no longer be a dead yeah. end. Yep. Betty, please. So that was fun, because, um, you know, uh, Mark, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Mark of uh, Biker Bear Mark uh, came, and that was, like, his first time going there in a very, very, very long time. Oh. So uh, it was fun to have him along on the ride as well. Oh, well. And they got a, he got a pass, or one of those passes and stuff. So anyway, um, and then Friday night, like, we got back, James and I got back, uh, uh, I met up with James, and we got back to the uh, hotel, and we had, like, this great dinner and stuff at the restaurant there, and... We were laying on the bed, and we were. It was literally, literally one of those things where it's like, "Do you want to go to Pop Stars?" Oh, I don't know. Do you want to go to Pop Stars? And if say what Pop Stars is, it's at a club called the Factory, in West Hollywood, and it all they play is radio edits, basic, basic radio edits and dance edits of super popular songs. So it's like, if you haven't heard it a million times on radio, you won't hear it at Pop Stars. It's like pink and you know current and, stuff. Yeah, and not not all current either. Like mm-hmm. they played um, Scream, like Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Scream, mm-hmm. and. Um, just anyway, it's fucking awesome. It's so just gooey, gooey awesomeness. <laughs> and uh, so we were laying on the bed, and I'm like, "Do you want to go?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know." And this and that, and we're getting texts from the people who are going, and they're like, "You should go." Blah blah. So we flipped a coin, and the heads won. So we ended up going to Pop Stars. No. <laughs> but uh, it was so much fun. Oh my god, it was so much fun. And they were so they were cute. L.A. guys showed up. Um, so was, was Matt a, there again? Uh, Matt. 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 His friend Matt. Rose. Oh no, Matt no, did not come. Matt did not come. Um, but because um, Ray fun. was there, because that was fun last time when he was dancing oh, yeah. on the dude. On that Ray was there, but like, the like Gary, Gary Cotty was there. Gary was on fire. Nice. Dude, dude was tearing it up. <laughs> and even um, and even Robert, you know, uh, you know, Robert Land was there, and he was on fire. That boy can dance too. Yeah. So they were just. It was just a blast, you know. And and Mark and John were there, and. Um, just some really like hot LA guys were there and I made James come even though he hates that kind of music and even he ended up like admitting that he actually knew the song uh, words to a couple of Pink songs and he came out and danced a little bit the best part of the night though other than when they played Pink that's So What I'm Still a Rockstar mm-hmm. which turned into like a Kelly Clarkson Since You've Been Gone jumping up and down thing and Cobb has video of it on YouTube and it's really crazy <laughs> nice. was they played my jam my 303 jam the Shush Girl Shut Your Lips <laughs> and they played a disco remix of it so all my favorite parts I got to sing twice and at the end, when they're doing the shush girl, shut your lips, do the Helen Keller, and talk with your hips, the whole freaking club is screaming it at the top of their lungs. And me and Cody are just like screaming it at each other. And stuff. <laughs> oh, it was just, that was a good time. That was a good time. And then uh, Saturday was family, cool family shit. And um, Saturday night was Bear Bar, which. If you think Bacchus House is fucking hot on the inside, oh, holy damn, dude. Yeah, that that's bear a, bar. That's why I won't go there. Crazy. It's just, I, I stand there and I'm just dripping. And it's sweat. like a funky, yeah. like not even like a good smell. <laughs> no, it's not a good, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will give them props because <laughs> there were lots and lots of folks I'd never seen before. So tons to look at, you know. And they have, you know, no, music yeah, downstairs I mean, and upstairs. I got to say, though, um, since they made their patio bigger... 
I didn't dance a step, you know? I almost felt like it didn't even feel like a dance, really. Like, if you wanted to, you could go upstairs and dance, but it was, like, butts and nuts up there. I didn't even want to deal with it because it was just so fucking hot. So I just stayed on the patio and hung out and talked um, to folks, and, and that was that. So, I mean, I had a good time. I, I don't know if I'd run up there again, but I'd recommend it to somebody who wanted to, like, maybe get a different flavor outside of San they, Diego. They just need, like, air conditioning or something. I yeah. Oh, no, the, I went early, and the air conditioning was, was freezing up there. Yeah, because you know, I'm sure the they pump it. Yeah, they just can't handle all those bodies. It's a lot bodies, of fat guys. Yeah. It's I mean, it's just <laughs> it's a lot of fat guys breathing a lot. I mean, and a lot of butts, a lot of body heat. Fat guys sweat and make a lot of heat. I mean, it's I'm real. I've been told. So you know, I mean, yeah. But um, and then Sunday we met up with um with Triple R's and Tim and Elisa Viejo for brunch, and that was actually almost the most fun part of the whole weekend. Was just sitting there and bullshitting with Mark and John and Tim and, and Yada and talking about all the fucked up things that Tim does when he plays video games. Because we were talking <laughs> about The Sims and how oh, Tim and his brother do horrific things to those poor people on The Sims, like <laughs> locking them in rooms and watching them starve to death, um, killing everybody in the family except for the baby and watching the baby walk around and starve to death and like cry and whine. And then there was like Tim had a house and he didn't furnish it at all except with, like with a toilet um, and so the guy could never sleep, and every time like somebody would come over, the guy would like get all happy and run to the door, but he wouldn't let him open the door, you know. And like the neighbors would come over all the time, and he wouldn't let him talk to the neighbors. He wouldn't let him go to like have a job. And there was this, and then his brother like he would buy all the things that makes the person like the happiest and the most popular. So he'd have all these people coming over. He'd have a huge house party, and when everybody got into the pool, he'd remove all the ladders and watch them drown. <laughs> Oh my god. Is this like the Joe Jackson expansion it's pack? Like, <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm like listening to him. I'm like, that makes me want to play The Sims now because oh, it's boring geez. if you just play it the way, you know. I don't know if you saw the zero punctuation um, review I put yes. on my live journal. Yeah. If you ever want to just laugh, you're, laugh hysterically. Look up yeah, zero, punctuation. zero punctuation. His name is yeah, Yahtzee. Awesome. If you do a Google search on Yahtzee or zero punctuation, you'll find his game reviews. It's this guy in Australia who talks a mile a minute and uses really um, flashy flash animation to kind of get his point across. Free fucking hilarious. Like, did you see crazy the, the prototype hilarious. versus infamous? Yes, one? yes. <laughs> and he did The Sims oh, Three, and The Sims Three review is just so freaking funny. It's just spot on and just mm. awesome. Well, did you see that that glitch thing that they were talking about with The Sims Three? If you have two toddlers, mm. like or two little infants in the room together, and they and they start talking to each other, they like stretch out all weird and like get all like freaky looking, and then they come back to normal. And it's only <laughs> when they're talking to each other. It's only when they talk to each other. So, like, every time one of them starts talking, then it stretches out and gets all weird, and then it comes back That's again. crazy. In the huh. shape. I guess that'll be... Maybe, like, it's like the Joss Whedon, you know, Sims, yeah, exactly. and that'll come up later in, like, the episode six of season four. Or whatever. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so that was my weekend. It was badass. I mean, it was, like, just nonstop good times. And right going from Long Beach to Laguna to L.A. to Hollywood to, you know, all over the place. A lot so. of driving. Long Beach is a good home base, I have to say. You can get anywhere from Long Beach relatively quickly and painlessly. 405 almost behaved the entire time. Wow. So what'd you do, JP? Not much. Packed. Went through shit. What'd you do, Dave? I went through <laughs> shit. <laughs> not J- much. JP's not advantage that's pretty much, that's pretty much just going to be JP. <laughs> that's going to be my life. Until he yeah. Moves. yeah, until I move. Not much. Thought about JP packing. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, um, uh, blah, not a lot. Top of the park Friday, Saturday. That sounded like fun. You had some Twitters from there. It sounded like people were getting a little 
little oh, tipsy. I, well, maybe I was. Yeah. <laughs> just seemed that way. He was like coming on. The, he was like, so you're sending me notices well, oh, wait, about wait. James. You're like, if James is flame hot, then tell him how you doing. If right. he's not, just say hi. Right. <laughs> and so when you describe me, tell him well, 30 pounds said, lighter. What was the deal with the bartender? There was a Twitter about the bartender. Something about his oh, underwear. Oh, Michael bartended that. A bartender that. Twittered that. The Sunday before at the hole, we were talking to Ricky, and Ricky comes over and he brings these. Um, two guys over, and I guess when Ricky was on, and I totally don't remember this about one, the underwear thing. We talked right. about single guy underwear and thing. How yeah, yeah we talked how, about that last week on the podcast. Oh, I don't remember. Anyway, no, you you brought it up. Did oh, because we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. that's what, that was the thing. Well, the two guys that he brought over that were in there, uh, he like in, like hadn't shown me the underwear. One of them is a bartender at top of the park. <laughs> so we're standing there in line to get drinks, Michael Carrera and I, and I look up and I'm like, oh my god. I've seen your underwear. Like, it took me a second. Like, it's one of those people you see them out of context and right, stuff. It's like exactly. you get to place. I'm like, like, wait, I know oh you my god, somewhere. I saw you last your underwear last Sunday. He's like, you did, and I'm like, yeah, you were wearing that orange bowling shirt. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, cute guy. <laughs> um, that was a thing. Um, Saturday I went to see uh, Bruno. What'd you think? I liked it. It was funny. I yeah. mean, it was a no brainer. The two people sitting next to us walked out. Um, when yeah. the penis started bouncing around on the screen. <laughs> Yay, penis. When the what? Has everybody seen it? No. no. Nobody's seen it. Oh. No, but Kevin and Mike were saying at Bingo last night that they thought it was horrible. Well, it had I, some funny lines. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a thinker movie. It was an hour and 25 minutes. Probably so if you like, I'm going to say probably if you like Borat, you'd probably... Well, well I mean, it was, it was funny. So. They, had some huge, they had some lines or whatever. He's like talking to somebody and he's like, whatever. He's like, oh, that's so-and-so. He was trying to get my face pregnant. <laughs> I mean, and little things like that, like these little funny lines and they're just sort of disconnected and it's, you know, it doesn't have the strongest of plots and it's not the, it's not like Emmy material, but it's it's funny and it's an hour and 25 minutes of your time. And that's there was it. somebody um, online who was basically saying that Sasha Baron Cohen doing that is basically is doing like a gay version of blackface that he's like yeah. he thinks that gays right. could be completely outraged and disgusted by it. Well, yeah. well, the other thing he the other thing he the thing about this movie too, somebody else pointed out it was just along the same kind of plot as um, with um, Bru- uh, Borat. Borat. Borat in that his like manager person like fell in love with him or whatever, and then he turns around and says, you know, I don't love you, get out, and the manager person disappears and they come back together. You know what I mean? Really? It was the exact same kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, but it I was, guess that's, the plot really isn't important. It's just getting him into situations where he makes yeah. people uncomfortable or makes well, the yeah, I don't know how much we want to yeah. talk about it. It really exposes the right exactly. And there was a funny part. They wanted to do these interviews, and they rent this house. And Paula Abdul, if anybody wants to see the movie and hasn't seen it already, there's a spoiler alert. I don't know. JP makes some sound, and then makes some sound when it's over. <laughs> anyway, boink, boink. There you go. Um, there's so a sound. They get. They, they decide they want to do be Hollywood. They want to do what nobody's done before and interview celebrities in Hollywood. It's like a total joke we've done before, right? So they rent this house so they're going to do the interviews, and they get Paula Abdul to come there, and she's there with, like, I don't know, her <laughs> press agent Didn't or she manager. try to get that removed from the movie or something? Well, probably yeah. because they, cause then they do this bit where there's, like, gardeners working outside, but there's no furniture in the house. It's like, well, what are we going to do? So then they, you know, they you know, say, I have an idea, and he's, like, calling in the gardeners. Well, the next thing he's at the door, he's letting Paula Abdul in. She comes in, and one guy's on all fours there oh. being the table, and there's other, two other guys being chairs. Or whatever. So he makes her sit on this one Mexican guy's back. And so she's doing the interview and talking about, like, all her humanity stuff or whatever. And they, like, oh, zoom out. And she's God. sitting. Like, all she does for people, well, it's about people. And it's about taking care of people. And, blah, blah, blah. and she's sitting on this guy's back while he's on all fours. That is funny. Well, that is <laughs> awesome. The funny part, at the end, they end up doing this thing. And there's some musical celebrities there. And Elton John is sitting at the piano and playing or whatever. And they zoom out. And he's sitting on the same guy's back instead of a piano bench. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> There's some pretty funny stuff. But... Um, Oh, I'm gonna um, love it. I just know it. But it was, yeah, it was funny. I mean, it was it was light and it, it, and it was what it was. And I was there with uh, Chris and Michael, and 
uh, there was a couple, young couple sitting next to me, and right, I don't know, maybe halfway through the movie, they do this part where it's it's they're doing a focus group for his, uh, what do you call it, um, his uh, talk show, and they show the people, and he, and his penis is flopping up and down on the screen like a big part of the opening is his penis flopping, you know, for the show is his penis flopping up and down the screen, right? And then I looked over, and the two people next to me were gone, and it was a younger couple, you know, man and woman. So I was like, okay, so it was too much for them to handle. So, but yeah, who doesn't like penis? Yeah, well, really. you go in there, and you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, did they not see Borat? I mean, Borat was right. like I never an attractive saw fat guy up yeah. beside your face. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, there's some funnier things about it. it the, I won't. I mean, I won't divulge a bunch of stuff about it. But anyway, saw Borat. That was cute. Um, no, you didn't. You saw Bruno. Bruno. I mean, Sunday went to uh, Sunday did the hole, and I'm thinking not much else on Sunday. God, I can't even mm. remember. I went to the mall. That was about it. Nothing yeah. exciting. Went to the hole. Hole was pretty good. Um, crowded, but I don't even know if there was a line at any point. And uh, yeah, it was good times. All right, thanks. Cool. That was about it. All righty. <laughs> well, it was more exciting than your weekend, I think, JP. <laughs> well, I folded flap A into flap B, then secured that, the bottom with tape. Actually, that's kind of code, but anyway. Wasn't there a bug involved, though, JP? Some kind of large cockroach or something? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found a Jerusalem cricket was watching, walking across my floor, and that's about <laughs> two and a half inches. Those things are fucking alien. That was exciting. Some kind of Jesus. Sure. Jesus beetle. Maybe it was Maybe a sign. Maybe sit with my feet up on the couch. It was a sign. Were you doing acid at the time, or it was just... No. <laughs> it was a sugar cube with a little thing on it. Those things are those things are creepy, though. Are they? What? Sugar Jerusalem? cubes? you never seen a Jerusalem cricket? I might have. I don't know. Is he wearing a little top hat and saying how uh, <laughs> it's no fool? The Chaim tonight. No, I'm three. I play sleep for you with me. Now, I think it's because no JP's doing like an excav- excavation. So all the wildlife <laughs> that's lived in his house all this time he is. is like. You know, he's, a, he's that, like a stack I of books. He's got like yeah. one of those soft brushes that you, wipe the dirt off of yeah. the books. Is. <laughs> is it? It's like an architect. I'm not saying it's horrific. I'm not saying it's horrific. I'm not saying it's horrific. I played the, like, the, the different I, periods of time. I always kind of wish I could witness it before it goes away. I have lived there for 15 years, and I already brought like five to ten years worth of crap with me when I moved in. Mm. It's just there's a lot of Would stuff. Would it change to go my through. opinion of JP if I saw you it? But I would yeah. not That's, be able to. There's be a reason him. why Probably. I have not invited anybody <laughs> oh. over. Yeah, well, it's no, I'm just way too, too much crap to deal with. So yeah. I said, JP, I'll go I, to I'm your house and we can go over the. I podcast numbers. He goes, no, like, no, 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 I'll come. I know. And in the imagining, I'm like, it's probably better that I don't go. <laughs> There's a coffee table under here somewhere. There's I did like, notice that uh, your soon-to-be roommate is getting rid of quite a few items in yes, preparation for your... I actually picked up a few things. Oh, did you? Oh, yes. don't take advantage. <laughs> don't take advantage. He's giving, giving away the away stuff for free. The KVM I mean, switch looked good. I'm getting the uh, the rice cooker. and the, uh, get a rice cooker? Yes, Damn it, and the parts of the Caribbean poster. Oh. Right on. Um, yep. And I think why is he cleaning one of things too? He's just getting rid of a bunch of stuff because JP's bringing so much stuff. Uh, I think they're trying to get like a fresh start, so they have yeah. like oh, you know equal equal life. ownage. Brand new life. He's pretty conscientious like brand that, you know. <laughs> so it can be JP and Mike's pad, and not just right. Mike and JP's pad. Wait till right. Mike tells uh, Mikey he has a daughter. <gasps> oh. I'm oh. sorry, was that supposed to be a secret? Get away now, I'm kidding. Wait until he tells Mikey that all his furniture is made out of cat hair. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> I thought you said Deal. cashmere. I'm confused. Deal. <laughs> deal breaker. I'm just kidding. Oh. You like my Dirty Rock reference? That's like four months old. That's a deal breaker, like that? ladies. <laughs> a deal breaker, ladies. <laughs> so. so what about you, Vila? What did you do this again? Uh, nothing on Friday. We decided to stay and not go to Long Beach then. We went to Long Beach on Saturday. and uh, We went a little early. All, all, all the other guys from SD showed up. To bear bar, like what around eleven? I something like that. Don't know. We got there maybe like ten thirty. 
10 30. We got there around 9. Mm. So, like, I was already pooped at 11 30. Mm. <laughs> it was so packed, and just we just left. Said hello to everybody, and then left. Yeah, I was only feeling it for so long. I just, yeah. I think it's just, all, you know, all well, the stuff so in, the, in the previous couple of days stuff. and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday, we just relaxed in the morning, and Mike took off to go back to the desert. And then I decided to go to the hole at 7 at night. I don't know why. I was going oh, to go, wow. I just decided to go. Isn't, that when, everybody, there, isn't so. that when everyone's leaving? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I went to go get, get something to eat, and then I was on the freeway, and I said, oh, well, I'll just drive, see what maybe people are going to eat after the hole. And, uh, yeah, and I uh, met a guy from Australia and who's going out with my buddy Matt, and we went to the um, Chinese place on university that Chuck always talks about. Um, do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, City Walk? City Walk, which right. I'd never been City to Walk. before, and I liked it. It was good. Did you get, did you get the corn chowder? It's molten At hot. a Chinese restaurant? Yes. It's corn. It's like egg drop soup with corn in it. It's like egg drop soup with corn in it. Oh, my God. It's like... <laughs> yeah, Dave can't really be Dave bothered to come I'm back. I'm just having a conversation. That. Okay. No. Anyway, it's molten hot, and no, I complained Dave, about it like, on... I, I complained about it on Yelp. And, it was uh, good, and then... Uh, got a nasty grant from the manager. Nice. And then went swimming. JP was there. That's right. We had a little swim party. That's going to be the Sunday theme of the evening. Stating your opinion and getting nasty grams from managers. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I was waiting for Justin to go to golf on Bear Bar. It's too hot in there. No, but anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Not another one, please. So uh, and then last night we was bingo and I was very happy. I I'm all bingo. They had bingo at the center for charity, yep. and I go bingo, and I checked it to make sure before I you know so I didn't embarrass myself. And then since you've done that before, you well you got to do no, it quickly. I, did. I, I checked it they first call the next before number, I said bingo. Scrawled. And that's how I got screwed last they, time. They called the numbers fast. Yeah. It worked, and then but then someone else raised their hand too, and they split my. My winnings what and halves. We had a lucky dollars. table though, because uh, Tim uh, Palmer won a hundred bucks, mm. and uh, Big Chris's friend won tickets to Comic Con, yeah. and um, wow. the that, two uh, guys that live be in happy, North be County, be healthy, whatever their names are. Didn't the two guys from North County? Go, yeah. What's the, who's his? Who's be happy, be happy, be healthy, something like uh, that. Uh, Brandon and Brandon and right. Doug. The dark-haired Doug. guy. That's it. Yes. Doug. He won the Last Man Standing, where you don't want to have your number called on your card. Right. He right. won that. Which was like seventy five nice. bucks or something. Yep. So Kevin won something too. Did you say Kevin? Kevin, yeah, Kevin won like that last one. Ten bucks. Like four people 30 split bucks thirty dollars or something. Yeah. <laughs> Mike uh, <laughs> ended up with like three dollars and seventy four cents. Get certificate to Brian's. Oh, that's right. Dimwitty, Dimwitty got a certificate to Brian's. was playing two cards with that freaking pacemaker. I learned not to do that the last time. That is two cards is just too much. It's too fast, and you have to call it around the number that it wins. It's too much pressure. Too much bingo. But it's uh, yeah. What you do, Justin? My old lady nemesis was there too. That's right. Oh wait, yeah, we hate that cunt. Well, it was she, the lady in a wheelchair. Well, what, it, what happened the last time? It <laughs> only one eye. It was going too fast, and they were playing two cards. I was playing two cards, and by the time I realized I had bingo and raised my hand and yelled uh, bingo or whatever, they'd already called the next number, so I was screwed, so I didn't get it. So then they call one more number, and she gets it and wins. So immediately she's my enemy. This is last time. <laughs> and so she won last time, and then what happens? She almost wins almost immediately this time. Yeah. She and won, then like, the, the fat lady game. across from her won too. And I'm calling shenanigans I mean, because if there's like they shouldn't be able to win. Is there like a card counting? <laughs> is there like a card counting thing when it comes to bingo that I don't understand or something? I don't know. Them and then there's like another table of bear guys who I kind of know a few of them, and they won a couple of times, and I'm like, no. Mm. All winning should stay locally and well, should only be people I know. My 
favorite part was when the ball guy won the haircutting gifts to yeah. get from Chuck. That was yeah, great. That was great. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but that lady, let me tell you, I'm gonna like send over a Kit Kat or something. I hope she's a she diabetic. Have a t-shirt made with her on it, and then wear it to the next. Video. You should seen her though. She was making like direct eye contact with me and blindly daubing her sheets. She was like a ninja. It was wow. like scary. <laughs> she's like mean. I don't know. Well, now that they know to like mark wheelchair to mark off what me. I'm going for. You know, with a pen. Yes. yes. Now I'm always considering doing two sheets next time because with, when you have it marked off, then you know exactly yeah, where to look. That only really yep. works for like two or three games. The rest of them does What we should do is do two sheets, but split the extra sheet with a friend, and Mm -hmm. then you check the top ones, and they check the bottom ones. Well, then why don't you just each get your own sheet? Which means oh, we would have our own three sheet. rows instead. Of two what are you rows. talking about? What do you mean? Instead of four rows, you so checking, you have three, three cards between two people, three sheets between oh, two people. Oh, I get you. That's okay. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Silly buns. I thought you meant you. One of you gets <laughs> two cards and you buns. both read them. Yeah. I was like, what? No, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> then you just flip the wings. Verify. Right. But verify. anyway, so what did you do, Justin? Um, I actually had a friend come down for the weekend, and oh, really? Another friend. anonymous visitor who we never got to meet. You guys were all gone this weekend. Jeez, JP. Came and hung out. No, I I, I read Matt at Bear Bar because Matt's like, we need to hang out. Well, you need to come up to LA. I go, well, why don't you tell a brother next time you come down to San Diego? I'm just saying. He's like, oh, and he's just totally like, his like I know people and I know things. Just, no. just <laughs> but no, um, my friend Scott came down and we like yeah. hung out and uh, went to Black's Beach on Saturday. And where's Scott from? Which uh, uh, San Bernardino. Do we know Scott? I know Scott. Big Scott? Scott? I've known Scott for years. Huh? Do Big I know Scott? Scott? Well, you no. win. No. <laughs> well, I'm on no. Say that JP <laughs> I know him. I know him. I, well, just see the inside of your house, so clearly you have to do something <gasps> to repay oh. him. <laughs> so, so you went to Black's Beach, huh? So I went to Black's Beach on nice. Saturday. That was awesome, except for the fucking hour and a Squid. half it took me to get up the damn cliff. Well, yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm but so that's out of good. shape now. It's good to take your time, though. You got some sun, I see. It's yeah, good. Yeah, Ooh, white boy red. Dude, Ooh, you got like the freaking fiery phoenix on your chest. <laughs> no, I know. It looks like, 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 like little wings right here. Sign. It's because I was leaning forward with my boobs. The phoenix Ow. with an afro. <laughs> oh, it's because I was leaning like this. and so. Why, like, are you at the, why are you at Black sitting up and leaning forward? I was just sitting there like, doing the talking. And then, I, then I was like, because was, this, was, this didn't happen until the very the end. I think I was laying on my stomach. And I think that rubbed off the sunscreen. And then I turned around and I was just talking. And then it was like... You know, it's like always be selling. It's always be tanning. It's always on your stomach or on your back. On your stomach or on your back. I know. I was sitting <laughs> at the radio station. When I grew up, they used to play. And every once, every, at certain intervals, 20 minutes or whatever, they go, roll your bod. Roll your and bod. And you did put on plenty of sunscreen, I hope. I did. Oh, yeah. That's the only spot I got burned. Yeah. And that's just because it... Because I always put a towel over my junk, too, because... You got to. You just don't want burnt junk. Mm. I've had. I burnt, I burnt my ass before, and it was not pretty. <laughs> it's really so yeah. Off. So that was that was about the extent of it. And then he left on Sunday morning, and then I did laundry and you know domestic stuff. So that was it. But my cool. speech was really nice. It was a perfect weekend. I mean, out there to be out there. Yeah, it's it was, gonna be a good weekend to be close warm, to the beach this weekend too. Nice unfortunately, breeze. the beach wasn't that packed. Actually. Did you drop trow? Of course. So now. Er. But see, that's the thing. On the weekends when you drop trow, it's like you're naked at Pex sometimes. I mean, in terms of like the people. There was there was hardly anybody out there. <laughs> hardly anybody in the stuff. No, seriously. I've never been naked at Pex. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, in terms of like. Knowing people. In terms of the familiar faces that you see, and you're like, oh, okay. you know, I wouldn't be naked <laughs> at Pex, but here I am naked at Blacks, and they have their swimsuit on, they see my junk, and I always feel it's like an unfair well, sort of thing. It's like seeing I, someone I, in JCPenney. Well, you know, I think anybody. They're in JCPenney, you're in JCPenney too. I do. Okay, wait. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. 
sorry, but I have to say that anybody that goes to Black's Beach and keeps their swimsuits on should be shot. It is shenanigans. It's it. You yeah. have plenty of other beaches that you could yeah. go to. The whole point of going to that beach is to well, get naked. How many other gay well, well, beaches are there in town? But there, yeah, there are also a lot of there, there are a lot of guys who go. will take their swimsuits off to go swimming and playing in the water, then they put it back on to tan, so they have a creamy white ass and tan line. Ooh, yeah, I don't understand whatever. the attraction. No, I, I, no I, the yes. thing I did no, notice no, no, about I this like weekend. A tan line. The thing, really? No. Not a speedo tan line, but like a swimsuit line. No, no, no. no. Okay. The the thing that I did notice this this weekend though was there was on like the northern side there was hardly any naked people. Well, fuck them. There was only like maybe ten naked people and then yeah, like forty people with it's swimsuits. Clothes. That's how it is on the weekends. On the weekdays, almost everybody's naked. On the weekends, it's yeah. lots of you know tourists and looky loos and things like that. Yeah. So just before we finished weekends, I totally remembered something cool that happened. We were out um, on, when I was out in Long Beach on Thursday, one of James's coworkers was going to be staying in town longer than he thought he was. So he went to like Walmart to buy underwear and socks and stuff and shirts. Mm. He is there amongst the clothing and an Asian woman with platinum blonde hair was looking at him and all of a sudden she just lifted her top and showed her breast to him. <laughs> in Walmart. Wow. And yeah, I think this that's is like the coolest thing. It's strange because how often do women show their tits to people in a Walmart? I have no response to that. Well, just random, wow. like random. That is bizarre. Uh, she's probably just like, you know, sucky fucking $20 this year for you. Oh, so is that JP? Wow. Great, great. We're uh-huh. going to get some wow. comments on that, JP. Oh, great, thanks, thanks JP. Wow. We just offended all of our Asian listeners. She played jokes. She got pee in his coat. Wow. Yeah, thanks, JP. So, okay, we're stopping that now. It's nice that we still have like a racist flavor at the table. I know. Oh, Keeping it real with it's JP. It's tanging. Keeping it real with JP. It's tanging. Because, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm just quoting from the movie. And uh, you know, all hate mail goes to JP. What movie? JP at JP.com. So anyway, so those were our weekends, and they are over now. So we should probably talk about what I had to deal with on the weekend via well, iPhone and whatnot, which was yeah. the the, the Bacchus big house, elephant in the room, the Bacchus House follow up. Hey, oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> for anybody uh, anybody who didn't read thing? our uh, our yeah. website or didn't check out our website after we did, um, to bring everybody up to speed, if you didn't watch listen to last week, we talked about Bacchus House. Um, quite a bit. Last week on Six Month yes. Bearcast, we talked about Bacchus House and just like you know some of the like the, the kind of the problems you know that, that the people we know have with the music there and and the heat factor and 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 you know and other things and no it was there were constructive opinions and now, there were and, and very blatant opinions. And that's what I was gonna say what? was I wasn't here last mm-hmm. week for that, but I did listen to the episode and you guys were very constructive. And I will say that like you, there was it wasn't an attack. On the whole. On the whole. I mean, the words... I mean, it was... It well, was or, or the words, the, the music sucks. totally sucks. Well, yeah, that was, that was... That yeah, <laughs> was... Well, it's I not mean, pathetic. But, again, we're... No, but, it, again, we're... It's not like we called it pathetic. The whole, the whole point <laughs> of us getting together and doing this is that Dave likes to sit four feet away from the microphone. I know. What? But the whole point of I us getting together... To well, you just made an aside comment, but you oh. made it from three feet away. Okay. So... The whole point of us being here is that we like, you know, it's us giving our opinions on things, right, and part right. of that is the San Diego community. So, if you don't read the website, what you missed was that the general manager of Bacchus House left us, um, I would say, not necessarily the kind of opinion you are, the kind of comment you want to get uh, on an opinion feedback. show, feedback-wise. It started off with, you know, allegations of us being pathetic, went on to a personal attack on Michael Carrera. Um, involved us having our heads up our asses at one point, and uh, yeah, so and, and to go somewhere else yeah. unless we want to rent the club, out. right? And so yes, it it was passionate. Is that right. what we say when we're when we're putting a spin on something? I was it was it was passionate it was. and reactionary, and, and probably not very well thought out. 
Um, I, in fact, my initial reaction was there's absolutely no way he listened to the podcast because if he had, I think that we were pretty constructive in the way that we came at Bacchus House. And we did, there were times in the podcast where we were talking about, you know, the other side of the coin, which is all those people who aren't us who are totally having a good time. I mean, look around right. and who probably dig the music and just trying to wrap our heads around it and right. understand it and everything. So, um, there were lots of there were some phone calls made and and Chris you know who does the promoting and stuff um, definitely st- stepped up because I mean this is his baby and he wants this to be resolved and he wants the parties to be satisfied and whatnot and um, you know within 24 hours I think uh, it was within 24 hours wasn't it or within 48 hours what um, Alan put uh, an apology on the website right. um, and basically apologized for being unprofessional and 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 whatnot and. Um, that was after about 20 or so comments from right. a variety of people around yeah. saying, Whoa, right. what the, what the WTF? Right. So what was your take on the comments? I mean, because I was really uh, surprised yeah. that, I mean, there was, some of them were really long, like they had been yeah, waiting a long time involved, to yeah. express themselves. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> I mean, I purposely didn't, didn't really want to say anything um, up front. It, it was, first of all, it was kind of humbling, I think, to find just all of the support coming from all these people all over, not just on the website, but, you know, text messages from people, phone calls mm-hmm. from people. Well, people I think part of it, too, is the, the tone of his feedback struck a nerve with some oh, people, obviously. Yeah. Well, and that and the, and they were reacting right. to, to what they had right. read. Right. I mean, right. The, the comments were reacting yeah. to right. the exactly. reaction that he had. So, right. and, and that quickly became the, the issue at hand. It wasn't... Bacchus House or music or heat or anything else. It was at how insanely how poorly yeah. that situation was handled. Yeah. There's a bunch of, you know, and we kept saying it over and over again. The easiest way to have just responded would have been like, we're going to, we're, we're you know, at Bacchus House, we are putting together a certain type of night with a certain type of focus and a certain type of music. We've been very successful with that. We're sorry if it's not your cup of tea. We, you know, really want you to be there and we encourage you to give us our, your feedback. But if this isn't what you want to be a part of, then we understand. And that would have been the end of it. But instead it was like, you know, F you and, and <laughs> right. you know, and all of that. So what was nice was that, you know, I mean, he is, uh, in my opinion, you know, the guy is running a business. He made a wise business decision. He apologized, you know, for his actions. And the level of sincerity and the, the apology doesn't really matter to me. I mean, I understand when you're running a business, you know, you need to make sure that that thing is still afloat. And yep. we all lose our cool at times. Indeed. I mean, I don't yeah. ever, but if I, ever, <laughs> if I ever did, I'm sure I would apologize for it huh. at some point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even within 48 hours. But um, it was really, don't you think it was interesting, though, that like, I mean, I didn't even tell you guys this, though. I was at the bar on Monday, and Tommy, my boss, came into the bar, and he's like, so can you tell me about why I got a call from the owner of Bacchus House? What? Uh, complaining that one of my bartenders was talking a bunch of shit about their bar. What? <laughs> when did this happen? When um, did he talk to him? It happened oh after the podcast. Before his apology? It wasn't a call. Or? I'm sorry. It wasn't a call. It was an after. email. Um, I don't even know if it was before or after the apology. I have no idea. It but, is after. But what was great was Tommy basically said, Tommy responded, he goes, hey, you know what? Um, you're running a bar that's open to critique. So if my bartender happens to be one of the people nice. that critiques it, then deal. You know? I know. It was like, so wow. wait, you mean we're all like, See, as like, as like members of, of, you know, our, you know, yeah, the fraternal order of, of, of bar workers were all supposed to like cover each other's shit. It's like, please, if you're, if, you know, anyway, so that yeah, was, but the an, guy, was the guy, again, the guy who, Alan, who, who but that wasn't comments, Alan that, com, that, that contacted, 
Tom. Right. It was the right. owner of the bar that contacted Tom because he probably had no idea what was going on other than there was suddenly a big, you know, hullabaloo that was caused by somebody who happened to work at Pex or right. probably only had Ellen's Pex, which wasn't too. caused by us at all because all we were doing was talking about the night in a very general sense and also in a specific sense and then, you know, Saying, it blew this up. This is what we should try to do. Um, so that's all that went down. Um, I think we were all, we all are very thankful that you guys yeah. were, I mean, looking at, at the comments that were made, it ran the gamut from very constructive and helpful to, I think I have an ax to grind and I have, you know, some politics that I want to do to people clearly just commenting for the sake of getting their name in print, um, which is silly because we're just a fucking, you know, podcast. You don't have to, you know, pull self-promotion on there. But um, well, and again, though, I, I I thought it was really amazing how how fast and how far and wide the whole thing grew. Wow, really well, I'm incredible. incredible. I, I think part of it stemmed out of Twitter too, because like right. um, Corey was twittering about it, and some other well, people. Well, lots of people were twittering about Michael it. Michael yeah. said that one. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. It was yeah, it was uh, interesting, very interesting. But um, so. Uh, to talk about what we were actually talking about, which was the music itself, you know, and, and the heat factor and all of that. Um, I actually sat down with John, the DJ uh, at Bacchus House, and Chris, the promoter, and we had lunch today. And it was a really good discussion. Um, I had never, I guess I have met John before, but I didn't uh, remember. He's friends with Jeff and Patrick, who we've talked about on the podcast before. You know, big Patrick and little Jeff. So, and he's actually DJed at some of their parties, which I don't remember that either. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but then again, my memory isn't what it what it's always been. Um, the interesting thing that we talked about though was uh, that um, let's see a bunch of different things, and a lot of them, you know, in response to what we talked about the week before, like in terms of the heat factor, um, clearly they're aware of how hot it gets inside the bar. We've um, actually, we've actually, it's been so hot in there and so much condensation, we've actually shorted it out. Right. I don't know if you were there for that one night. That was early. The sound issues that were happening from the shorting have been fixed. That's one of the reasons you'll notice the smoker's patio is a little bit smaller than it used to be because they put an entire new area that has all new breakers uh, for all the electrical work because um, the people who own the downstairs own the upstairs too. Did you know there's renters upstairs? Yeah. So yeah. there's actually people who oh live gosh. upstairs. Which is crazy. <laughs> so, um, but basically, in order, if they wanted to do the air over again and actually make it work in the way that would make it keep it cool in there, it's like like over a hundred thousand dollars you're talking about. So it's really really expensive. Um, I guess the let's see, the smokers patio doors remain closed. Um, so it's not like the dance floor doors are any different than the smoker's patio doors. There are noise ordinances in the area, so they have uh. to be careful about noise. They were grandfathered in, so they actually get away with a lot more than other local businesses do. But if the cops did come by and see it open, especially when they actually blocked that they were blocking the exits with the fans, so they'd be sort of fucked, you know. Um, so I think that's why the fan gets moved sometimes. Uh, the things he said they are doing is they turn on the AC like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so they try to cool down the whole place as best they can. They're trying, they're experimenting with fans in all different locations of the bars, multiple combinations, trying to get, but they said, again, all that does is blow everything around. It doesn't really keep things cool. It just blows the air around. They do those cryoblasts, but those only work, those work the best when there's a lot of people because then the cool air stays on top of the crowd and doesn't dissipate. Gotcha. So they do the cryoblasts, 
Um, let's see, what else was there? Because <laughs> we talked about that for a while, about the heat factor and everything like that. So, but unfortunately, you know, that's kind of like one of those things. It's kind of like bear bars. Like, how much can you do? I mean, what can you really do to make the heat not get out of control? I guess the front bar stays somewhat cold, but that's not really where the, all the action's taking place. Um, right. Well, I mean, in the back room, you have all the people dancing and everything like yeah. that. So I think the main thing would, you know, is just leave the fan on the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Open up the back door some, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if they you, can, but, you yeah. know, the Norse ordinance, that's... True. Well, the other thing the is, I was just thinking about this, take the renters out that's right above them. And just raise the roof some. Just raise it up, and it'll give enough. Well, well, sure. I think if they, could, if they could afford to do that, they could probably afford to put new air conditioning in. Oh, right. And the other thing they did well, too was the main yeah. fat <laughs> air condition conditioning conduit thing or whatever air conduit that they have. The filters inside had not been cleaned in a long time, so Ew. that was gumming up some of the stuff too, I guess. Uh-huh. And so they, they those were all cleaned out, and it's all like so. And it, and as, we really should hopefully see. A change for the better with the air yeah. for um, Saturday if you go on Saturday. Saturday. Could be maybe not have so many people in there. Yeah. They well, you they know, and that's the other thing too. But again, there are business, and I think if they're running under the capacity of the fire, you know, folks set, then they're not you know overly um, crowded. But um, popper hepa filter. What was I going to say? Um, oh, and the other thing I was curious about because you know I think one of the things we said was like oh, and Bear Night is like you know that's like where they make all their money because who else goes to fucking Bacchus House? It used to be. Apparently, they do make a lot of money, and they do have other really big nights. They have, like, their Club Poppy thing, and they have, like, these Hispanic nights, because that's what Bacchus House is mostly known for. Right. So, like, their Wednesdays and their other Saturdays, or not the other Saturdays, there's two other days he was talking about where they're running at full capacity. And we actually aren't the ones that said that. That was the comment. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then that's, so to set that straight, that's that's something. They do, uh, you know, that's just the only, they only have two nights to cater to bears. And I know the other night that is the bear night, it doesn't do as well as, uh, as Bacchus House. Um, does you mean so, bear night? Bear night, whatever. What so, <laughs> bear tracks doesn't right. do as good as bear night. So that's all of the heat stuff. So music-wise, um, I will say John is incredibly open to input. Um, <laughs> at least that's how. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that about you. Um, <laughs> no, he he was very <laughs> open to um, getting suggestions on music and stuff like that. Um, I have his email address. I think what we're going to do is, if you would like to hear something specific um, at Bacchus House, rather than give out his email address, if you want to contact us, and we'll pass that along, or if you want to mm-hmm. contact us and I can give you his email address, I just didn't want to put it out Why don't like, we just, uh, for the whole thing. Just put it on the web uh, on the webpage for we'll this see. episode. Yeah, okay, we'll see. I, I, I want to do whatever John was comfortable with, because we, we talked about it a little bit. and um, So maybe he doesn't want his... Email. Well, just no. I'm not saying put his email on there. I'm saying girls, if people girls. want to make a suggestion, right. go to the webpage right. and make a suggestion on the webpage. Ah, okay. And we've got a list yeah. of all the music right, right there in the comments. And we do. I have his playlist from the last couple of months right here in front of me. Um, and I will say that like a lot of the bands that we you know mentioned, never hearing there, like the Ting Tings. I mean, the Ting Tings were played you know on July 4th. Uh, of course, I wasn't there, so I didn't hear them. <laughs> but that's not the only time they've ever been played. Um, and it's it's I you, when you re, when you look at the playlist you really see that they are going for like a dance club vibe so it's just it's it's just dance music I mean Lady Gaga Heather Small Pussycat Dolls I mean there's a lot of stuff like I don't know like who Stu Daddy is or Darude or Demarco or Flo I mean I kind of know who Flo Rider is or Oceana I mean that's a lot of shit that I don't know what it is and that's probably one of the reasons why I'm like okay well that's a dead song you know like wait where's the next <laughs> song coming in and that's you know and again they're not. Mikey and I sat and talked about music for a long time together, 
and about being a DJ and all of that. And the one thing that we could, we both definitely agree on, and the one thing that I came into understanding with getting involved in all this is that you can never make everybody happy. That is totally impossible as a DJ. You aren't going to make everybody happy. You can try to keep like the, the emotion going and keep the night going and keep the music going so that people are, are out there grooving it, even if they're hearing a song that they don't know. Um, but you can't make everybody happy. Um, what else would I fucking say? Anyway, I don't know. Somebody else talk. I'm talking too much. <laughs> you guys talk. Well, you had all the stuff, so. Um, yeah, so there it is. Well, yeah, but you're looking at the list of music and stuff. Yeah, yeah well, the other thing I, I is it looks like a lot of the stuff that we were talking about that we didn't hear also is played early in the set. Right. right. And we definitely um, talked about that with him, too. Yeah, which, um, you know, most of us don't get there till around 11, 11.30, so we're missing the first hour, hour and a half of... Mm-hmm. The set, so... And that was, I think, one of the things that Chris had said and that I said as well was that perhaps... I mean, my whole thing was like, because here's, like, John is sort of his technique, and this is what he said was, I like to play music that people know, like, around the 10, 30, 11 mark, because that's when they're getting there and they're hanging out with their drinks, and while they're drinking, they're hearing music that they like, and their head starts to bob, and they start to get the feel that they want to start dancing. And I and now I understand why I hear all the songs I want to dance to when I'm sitting there drinking, because that's <laughs> sort of his philosophy is, mm-hmm. I want to play what you know so you're comfortable, and then you get into the groove, and then you go out and dance. So I kind of made the point to him where it's like, okay, well, couldn't you save some of, like, the hotness from when we're actually mm-hmm. on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And I said, and how about doing like a formula? Like early in the night, it's like maybe, you know, old, old, new, old, old, new, old, old, new. And then as the night goes on, you're going, you're, you're basically progressing into, you know, new, new, old, new, new, old. And then you're going new, 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 you know, like, so it grows and grows and grows. So you're hearing like something old, like you're hearing like since you've been gone, mm-hmm. that's going to make you go, woo. And then maybe you're hearing something that's <laughs> totally new that you're like, oh, I haven't really heard this a lot, but I kind of dig it. You know, maybe like, mm, yeah, you know, like the fucking Black Eyed Peas or some shit like the that. Boom, boom, pow. Yeah, boom, boom, pow, boom, you know, which like people boom, know, but it's still sort that. of new. Boom, boom, you know, that pow. whole thing. And then like, then you throw in like Heather Small, proud, because that'll make Joe Gray happy and, right, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> my, throw napkins up in here. You know, what can, what have you done today to right. make me feel proud? You know, my only other Actually, thing like about You know Flo I do. Right. Use Oh, right. Okay, right. Oh, okay. I do know that. Did, did you talk about it? There's so many times where he'll be playing music though, and then he just drops the beat. And that was one of the things that happened last right. time too. Is that there? Just it was just like this almost ambient kind of just sound stuff right. without a beat or anything for probably a couple minutes, and everyone's right. just kind of standing there like, and okay, when, I definitely, when are we gonna, I definitely I talked to him about that. Um, I mean, these are mixes. Some of the stuff he makes himself, but a lot of it is stuff that he gets. And I think. I don't. I mean, I'm not a DJ, so I don't know like how long you let like something play out when it's just going to before you bring something else in. My, that to me is you know, and I I don't know because I'm not a DJ, but it's like that to me is what makes a DJ because then like those fill-ins in between don't feel so painful because they're doing something interesting to make it interesting. Right. So I was kind of asking him. I'm like, well, but if you have two large fills, I mean, as a DJ, aren't you up there like? doing something or mm-hmm. or editing it or doing you know whatever i because and i think you know i think he definitely took that into consideration i i, I don't know how that s- stuff works but again those fills that's the beat right. what i'm talking about is like in the middle of the song where they drop the beat out and there's nothing there except just oh with no beat just trancy no space beat, music just space music oh that's what know. i'm talking about when they drop the bass i think out. that's the part where you're supposed to turn to the person that looks hot and you start making out with them 
Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> what works. I. That's that what works. I've done at clubs. Ah. When there's no beat, you just turn to the person who's hot next to you and you give them a big hug and you just hold on to them and sweat. And, and you then kind then, of you kind of fill yeah. your sweat and you you get know, your freak on. You make out. So just grab <laughs> like Charlie you, and you're fine. Right. Exactly. Grab and then, Charlie. You know. Turn into a yin yang and just <laughs> get at it. <laughs> and, and then you won't notice. I will, dude. When I went, to, I went to. Did I miss uh, something here. Oh, you don't know about beans and rice? <laughs> Maybe I don't. Hey, that's nice. Maybe I don't. I don't know. No, it's it's beans and potatoes. Oh, beans and potatoes. <laughs> oh, so beans and oh, gosh. You know, when I went to uh, uh, IBR and they had the sweat dance at this huge place, I do remember. There being like cool down segments in the in the DJ that was playing there, where and that was the part where I grabbed the guy I was dancing with and like you know gave him a hug and and smooched and shit, and then the beat would come back up and then you'd rise and back then into you'd it, break apart and so, start dancing again, right? I mean, the thing that was said more than a couple times during lunch was it's a dance club with dance club format, so it's it's top forty dance hits. That's what's being played, mm-hmm. and I told him I go for me, it's like, uh, again like. Unknown song is fine as long as it's followed up with something awesome that I do know, mm. you know, because then I can just go, okay, I'll put it on autopilot for this song because I don't know it and I'm not feeling it. But then if you follow up with something awesome, then I'm all about it. It's it's when there's like several songs in a row that I don't know, then I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm not. Well, it's when you need a break and go to the bathroom, you know, right. drink, you know. right? And that's you know, right. and, and again, uh, that, and, and again, we're not. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying that's no. You know, but this that, is probably enough discussion about yeah. the nature of music yes. and whatnot. I can't imagine <laughs> it's being very, uh, interesting very interesting to people. Now. But the the inter- interesting part that did come up, though, was that the Metallica song that we all grouse and bitch about hadn't been played in a year. The last time he had played it was the first time we had heard it, which I still, I don't know. We've, we've I still, heard it a few times. I still think I've heard it more than that, but that was what he I said. I thought the last time we heard it was probably about six or seven he months ago. He said it's ago. been like a year. Well, six or seven months ago, that. that's six or seven months. Jesus Christ, yeah. that's half a year. Yeah. What are you looking at me that for? I wasn't the one who was complaining. He girls, was complaining girls. about it. I was definitely complaining about <laughs> it. Jeez. I wasn't. I was definitely wow. No, it was just the way that you said it. Yeah. Definitely heard oh more my than gosh. that, like six or seven months Do I ago. Don't separate you two. It was just the, the tone that we you are. said it We are. We're across the table. <laughs> Pull this podcast over. But see, here's, here's, a, here's an interesting example, like, on this playlist, because I was talking about, like, how, you know, the shit that I don't like and whatnot. So this was the night that I was there, and he played Journey, and then he played Metallica, and then he played New Order, and by that point I was like, fuck this shit. But then he did a double Kelly Clarkson, My Life Would Suck Without You, and Since You've Been Gone, which for me is, like, ecstasy, like, get out the lube. <laughs> but then he did, like, the double Pussycat Dolls, and I'm like, eh. But if I had PCD. if I had stuck around and I can't remember if I did stick around or not, he got after that he did Britney Spears, MIA, Electro Tina, who I don't know. Um, then he did Scissor Sisters, Filthy Gorgeous, into Hedwig, Wig in a Box, because I guess members of Hedwig and the Angry Inches cast were there. Oh, were there? Cool. So he played that, and then he went into Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond, which I think I would have been fun that. to hear. Uh, and then and then Frogma <laughs> That is miracle. the point that I walked yeah. off yeah. the fucking floor. I'm like yeah. Neil fucking Sweet. Diamond. No. But see, that's the yeah. thing. And talking even though with John, and it was it was a house he makes. But in talking with John, that was uh, what he even admitted. That was like there are times when you feel the crowd and you're kind of like, okay, I think they can handle this. And then you put it out there. And then either they do and they go woo, or they don't and they did, go oh. Uh, <laughs> but they you have to take chances like that as a DJ. Did the crowd do this so good, so good, so good thing? I hate that. But <laughs> um, during Sweet Caroline, <laughs> oh hello, Sweet Caroline, Sweet Caroline. I know, but I, I hate the whole crowd thing they're doing. I remember dancing. I remember dancing. So good, so good, so good. Oh, I do remember dancing that actually. Now I really do. Yeah, like one of those crowd participation things. But you see, I also have you know, I've never been a really big 
poppy music kind of person. So for me, stuff like Sweet Caroline. So see, I would call Sweet Caroline. But here's also pop. a case where at the or at the beginning of a set, he played that Black Eyed Peas, Black Eyed Peas, Boom Boom hey, Pow, and it's like, boom, boom, yeah, but pow. wouldn't you want to like that. save that boom, for later boom, when we're all you know up in our shit? Yeah. Um, so uh, so that's it, it's it's in, it's interesting. Well, to and see I that. will say the journey that was my that was me. Yeah, thanks I for that. I requested that. You one. journeyed. <laughs> what? Wait I requested it for us. It was fine. I know for the Glee. And yeah. Chris was like, "So do you have like a remix of the Glee cast singing that, yeah. that song?" And I'm like, "Dude, let's not go there. <laughs> let's, let's like not go there." There's one episode of that show on. It's not gonna be on for another three months. How's it's it? Why is everybody freaking out about it? Because it's they're so gonna have a panel. Oh, Did you not watch it? No. Oh, it's really oh, good. Dave. It's so good. It's free. They I don't like that woman. That, I know. I don't like that woman that oh everybody my God, loves. Dave. Dave. She gets on my Dave. nerves. She was so Dave. mean on Don't Bill Bob Dole the show. Why are you Bob Doling the show? She's Why do you hate actress. America so much? I'm not Bob Doling the show. Just watch it before you hate on it. Yeah, it's actually really arm. good. It's really cute. Um, That's what I was doing stroke. What else was that I going to say? Was, oh, I, and I, I, I asked him too. I was like, so when you're playing, <laughs> do you have a set list ahead of time? And he's like, mm-hmm. no. He's like, he totally kind of freestyles it and makes it up as he goes along and all that. And he also says he rarely gets requests while he's playing. He's totally open to getting requests. So again, I mean, my whole take is like, at this point, if you are in San Diego or L.A. or whatever, and you go to Bacchus House and you don't like the music that's being played, don't think just because you request something, one, that it's going to get played, or two, that it's going to completely change the entire format of the night. Or <laughs> that what we've all talked about in the conversation I had with John today is going to change the format. It's not going to change the format. It is one of those times where it's like you put it on the scale. Is the music more important than being with all my friends and having fun? Because if it is and you don't like the heat and you don't like the music, then don't go. Mm. It's that and easy. And that's, you know, yeah. that's exactly what I talked yeah. about last time. And I was like, there's a lot of I, times I don't go. Yeah. Because I just don't, well, I'm not feeling Well, it. and I that's where go. I came yeah. to the conclusion. I said, you know what? I wasn't digging the music, but I realized, okay, it's only five bucks. I'll spend five bucks and go spend it with my friends. Right. Well, and, there, and, and like, the yeah. reason why I haven't gone is because, to me, the biggest problem with that whole venue is... There's no place you can go other than the smoking right. lounge to and have a out. conversation with someone. Yeah. The first time I ever saw um, uh, Robert and uh, Tim, no, it wasn't Tim. Oh, Tim was wasn't at Bacchus House. Yeah, he was, came. Tim came on the first Bacchus House. Was he? But he only lasted about twenty or thirty minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw them the first time, and I totally wanted to be like, "Hey, how you doing? I've never met you before. I want to talk to you, or whatever." And we were even in the front bar, and the front, and even the front bar is just so loud. You can't even have a yeah. conversation with anybody. I will, There's no place to I get agree. away from the music, even for a little while, to to fucking decompress, but, have a, have a brief conversation with someone. But it's not a conversation. That would be right. That would be perfect for the dance club. Yeah, but there's not. Yeah, but there's the front part is the dance club. But it is. No, no, no. Bacchus House is a dance club. Right. Like, inside and out. It's almost... If anything, I, I do kind of wish... I've never that seen the a dance music... club with so many chairs in my well, entire yeah. life. I, well, because they have a business during the week, too, though. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they're a bar. They're a bar. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to defend them, because I don't even fucking know. All I do know is that the, <laughs> the music in the front of the bar is a little loud. I will definitely admit that. And sometimes, like I told, I told that to John tonight, I go, I like the music that's played in the front bar... Better and Chris is like, well, yeah, because that's radio edit mix, right? And like, like they and do, watch a, the like they do and stuff stars. or whatever. And it's, right. like, it's, it's just it's almost the same format at pop stars. It's just mm-hmm. a little more ghetto, I think. But that's why I think why I like it too, because they're playing like you know she walked up in the club with the fur and the whole crowd was looking at her. You know that song? Uh, What's the song? You know? The Reeboks jeans, jeans, jeans and the, with the, the fur. Florida. She get the fur. Like, the Reeboks with the strap and she kicking on her ass. And they play that pop stars. I lost my shit. Oh my god. That's Florida. Is that Florida? Yeah. Oh, Florida. That does make sense to me. It's my jam. In the front, you should be able to relax and talk. 
Well, not even relaxed. No, I'm just party, be able to have a conversation. Business in front, party in back. Well, the Mohawk of bars. Yeah. Not Mohawk. I don't think that the, the, the <laughs> music. Doesn't, I think they definitely did have the music so there, pretty. but maybe I'd just bring it down to Skosh so you could actually have yeah. a conversation. Anyway, I don't think we were really yeah. trying to go back and like, critiquing right. again. Right. We, might, we might get another yeah. comment. No, 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 please <laughs> don't do that. No, please. We're not trying to critique anymore. Oh, and. Just so you know, like John's been DJing for 25 years. I mean, I'll mention that. Um, he has tried to play MGMT before because that was my big thing. Was like I really wanted to hear kids, and he said he's played three different mixes of that or two different mixes of that, and that each time he's played it, it just has not gone over, which still surprises me. Hmm. I still I, I wrote down like about five or six songs. I go, these are the one. You know, this is like early birthday requests, and MGMT uh. was there. MIA, you know, Ting Ting, Sister Sisters. Um, Kings of Leon, mm-hmm. the great Sex on Fire remix. I, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if we hear the Sex on Fire remix on Saturday. Because um, I was telling him about that, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I got all those. And I'm like, dude, but well, let's play them, man. And that's, I guess, again, like his whole thing with the rock remixes is like the time and the place and the vibe is, is it right and how does it fit? And talking to him, that was what I was kind of like, not, I mean, it's not like I wasn't, I was impressed by it because that's what you expect, but it was like refreshing to hear him say, I have to see how the vibe is and see how the crowd's reacting. And so you can tell that he's totally invested. Yeah. He's not that snob DJ who plays whatever he wants that we kind of, you know, um, um, you know, theorized about that maybe that's how he is and that's why it is the way it is. It sounds like he's very conscientious and he's very into it, but he's also has a style and he's maintaining that style. And it's, it, again, not going to make everybody happy. But I would say this, so it seems to me, at least for the crowd that goes there for Bear Night, that the rock remixes are probably going to be a little more popular. I'm but obviously not. Obviously, obviously not. Within our group. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Or maybe, you know, and did did again, did he play it earlier in the night or did he has he played yeah. it later in the night? So um, again, and, and that to me and like, again we're not going there. Yeah. Well we went we we left no, we left lunch with like girls, homework girls. on both sides, basically, and the homework on you know, the homework on both sides. And I think his homework is okay. Well, I'm going to kind of be a little bit more inventive in what I bring, you know, to the cool. table, and I'm going to be a little more mindful of the time that I play songs. And I and you know, he knows me now, and he kind of knows who I dance with, so maybe he'll keep an eye on us just to sort of see what our temperatures like, you know, throughout the night. And I think our homework is again, if you don't like something, if you have a constructive critique to give then there's an email address and you can, you know, John is very open to it. I mean, he just, he made that very, very clear. It was like, I want to hear from people. I want to hear what you That's guys cool. think. So, That's cool. um, so yeah, so that was, That's that was, it was now, on the other side. Also, I've been talking to Michael Carrera and he wanted everybody to know, thank you very much for the support, you know, that he got pulled into this. Um, I said, thank you very much for the support. He appreciates it. Um, appreciates it. Appreciates, appreciates it. Um, he did also have a couple comments about people hating on other people in his name. And he's like, you know, that really isn't very constructive. Thank you for the support, but stop hating on somebody else in my name. So, um, Okay. Well, but yeah. for the record, well, too, we didn't really drag him into this. It was very Jesus Christ of him, I have to say. So, <laughs> no, we, we never said that we did. Well, no. We didn't drag him into it necessarily, but we did bring him up as like a possible guest yeah. DJ along with Martin, and right. then Alan brought him, him all the way in. Right. Which <laughs> so, is, I mean, I don't feel that we brought him. Yeah. So I, there's, I, there's, I, there's, I, a, there's a history there, and I think that's why it ended yeah. up being. And, and I think just as a statement, we should end this with just saying thanks to all the listeners for the support, mm-hmm. and you know, thanks to Alan for your apology. And we'll just yeah. move forward from here. And there's and about 2,000 listeners, wasn't there, the last time you did yeah, it? Yeah. A little more, yeah. yeah. A little more so than 2,000? I am 
optimistic and hopeful that Bear Knight will become something a little better than it was. Okay. And if it doesn't, then fuck them. We'll move <gasps> on to something else. Man, <laughs> edit. No. Uh, all right. All and right. now that we've hit the... Um, <laughs> wow. We're at a one hour. we've gone back to square one. one. I know. Now that we've just <clears throat> totally rounded that are, is this? Are we at an hour? We're at an hour. Oh, shit. That's fine. No, we, we've <clears> been well, going uh, an hour and a half. People didn't talk on and on I know. About Dude, fucking music and weekends. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut out 20 minutes of that. Well, what did you... Um, <laughs> do we still want to talk about First Pride? Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about that because that's topical now. We're talking about Pride plans and stuff. It is Pride this weekend in San Diego. We have the latest Pride. Well, not the latest Pride. The prize season, I guess the latest would probably be Palm Springs, which is in <laughs> October or November. And yeah, you know, October. Our yeah. most vocal uh, podcast supporters tend to like the longer ones, from what I've been yes. hearing. The longer, the longer, prides. oh, I thought we were the longer, the longer episodes, the longer episodes <laughs> because a lot of them are working or driving and they like to hear mm, the ones with, so. with yeah. length. So, this one's for you. So, anyway, so, so, Pride this year is, I think it's going to be really, really fun and really expensive. Um, Fuck it. it. You know what? It's not any more expensive than going out to dinner during the week. So I, I can't you spend forty dollars really... on dinner in a week. I two, more two nights that. of dinner, you would. Two nights of dinner, you would. Yeah, but you still have to buy food when you get there, so it's not really a good. Yeah, I know. It's not really Regardless, good. Regardless, yeah, no. it would be like paying twenty dollars to get into a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. No? Don't you spend twenty dollars <laughs> to get into a restaurant every day? <laughs> All right, no, no. Yeah. He has a valid Cover point. at the door of the restaurant. He has a valid Just point. like, yes, just to make a point, I'm going to say yes. Yes, it, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> he has a valid point. It seems expensive that there was no discount for two-day tickets this year. Um, that there was, but you had to know about it and be kind of on the end. But what was the discount? It was one for 20 or two for 40? Is two that for the 25. Discount That's two for 25, which is a great deal if you knew about it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It was only like for like one weekend or something. Or if you go get an AIDS test at Moe's, you could get a free ticket. Or if you volunteer, you get in for free. Right. Right. Or if you have a booth, but like I have no I do, time you to volunteer. In for free. What? I have no time to no, volunteer. Right. No. I'm <laughs> regardless of that, it's it's forty bucks. Forty bucks, whatever. Um cool bands. Like I mean, but there's gonna be cool shit going on. I know. Well, there's so, a lot of cool entertainment. I, I mean there's there's a lot of good entertainment this year. They apparently didn't get the sponsorship that they needed to have lower the lower price. ticket prices. Well, my Let's booth costs the same this year as it did last year, so, <laughs> so and there are gonna be fewer people going because it's more I'm expensive. Sure that, I'm so sure I'm talking about advertisers. I don't know. It's on how, both many, sides. how many T-shirts no, do you no. have to sell to, to break even, Dave? Uh, oh, I have to think about it. Um, blah, 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 blah. Really? Forty. One billion. <laughs> Only forty? Oh, yeah. That's not so bad. Total like or that. per day? Total. That's not bad. You should totally be able to sell forty, right? Oh no, yeah. We'll, oh yeah, no. We'll do oh, fine. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll definitely make money off the deal. But, uh, but I was actually um, looking forward to seeing whatever new shirts you have. Or do you have a lot of new stuff? I don't have a lot of new stuff because I wasn't very creative this year. I only did. I only really did one that I actually spent some time on. Do you know how they have those like breast cancer awareness ribbons or whatever? Mm-hmm. Well, I did a shirt and it it's twisted like a breast cancer ribbon. Only it's a churro. This is churro awareness. Nice. So, I mean, that was I'm really sure the women that have lost their breasts. <laughs> that was really be very the only happy one. that you're. You know what? I saw no. there was a cool shirt that I oh, did see man. today um, that was gay pride, and it was actually a bunch of male lions, like an all male mm. lion pride. And it said pride. That's and cute. no, it didn't say anything. It was oh. just a bunch of male lions, so it was um, a gay pride. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I do one that peace, <laughs> peace, love, and pride, and like this funky, funky sixties letter because it's the fortieth anniversary of Stonewall. And that's sort right. of the theme for Pride this year. Right. So that, a couple of peace sign shirts, you know, mm-hmm. just stuff to, to get people. So uh, are you guys going to go moved. to the festival on Saturday? I am going both days. You are going both days. Because I want I want to see. Not sure yet. Yeah, me, sure me neither. Because I want to see, like, the Speaker Freaks. That's true. And Michael I was saying what Wolfie um, Bears they were. Because isn't, isn't uh, Funky Bear Martin on Saturday, that's too? That's Sunday. 
Saturday. What about the future villain band? They're on Saturday. I don't know. I think they're Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Saturday. Bird and that's, on that's the that's the one with the hot bear guy. I know. And the other thing that's on Saturday, I think, is and the '80s weird rock retro band. Thing. I want to I want to know which day the Hedwig thing is on. That's Saturday because that's not on Mikey's list of things to do. But I, I I totally wanted to see that. I think that's on Saturday too. So there's yeah. a lot of good stuff on Saturday that I want. I'm thinking by the time I take my happy slappy ass all the way down the Sixth Avenue, I'm gonna just be like, yeah, here's twenty bucks. I just want to sit in the shade and drink a beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's yeah, the other nice thing the this year, thing. the twenty one and over stage, which right. they didn't have before. I well, guess. and I'm hoping they're gonna do what they did last year was what that whole grassy hill that the that the circle road, you know, surrounds the fruit loop. They turned that into the beer garden. So it was that whole grassy hill. Hill was the beer garden, mm-hmm. and you could just we just chilled in the shade for like two or three hours mm. and did nothing but just sit and drink beer it's be and talk to the bears and stuff. And it's that gonna, was awesome. It'll be the same this year. I was in the park today playing volleyball, and I noticed they pushed the festival way out. Like the entrance isn't Marston Point. The entrance is not Fruit Loop. The entrance is like a block down. Really. Yeah, it's always been in the yeah. middle of uh, the thing. It was pretty it's far always up been, last time. No, no it's you always know, been you know right how there. the circle comes together and just. Well, no, I guess it is just beyond the circle. This it's 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 farther back from it's, like the horseshoe pits and the whole thing. It's about <laughs> a block away from the Fruit Loop Why toward are you Hillcrest. So funny, JP? Uh, this is fascinating to our out of uh, state listeners of where the entrance to our pride is. This is where you're going to draw the line in the sand, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, all right, then. all right. He's JP. Go ahead, JP. Maybe we can talk about um, buying new well, no, helmets. Actually, I do a sun visor. Goodbye, JP. <laughs> I do want to talk about something. Sunshine though. on his shoulders makes him happy. Wait, 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 we're not done. With the, well, no, I want to talk sunshine. about something about to do with pride. Yeah, oh, okay. Jeez, us people. Your first, blah, 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 blah. Your first Are you prize? proud of completely derailing the discussion? Yes. Good. Actually, good emotion. Um, th- this is actually can you get deals with pride. No, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this deals with pride, but from a different standpoint. I just saw this in the news today. Where's um, Heather Small? The, the <laughs> what have you done to She's actually very tiny. Feel pride. Go ahead, JP. We're waiting for you. To you went through all this trouble to get the spot. I know, and yet I still can't. La Mesa, La Mesa Councilwoman originally wrote a letter of uh, congratulation for San Diego Pride. And then she took it back this morning. She rescinded her <gasps> congratulations. Yeah, like, now, the reason she did it, and, and well, I saw the statement, it says, what she said she it until she me? saw, um, like, some, I don't know, some... Some hoochie-coochie some ba- Yeah, basically you saw a video and stuff of what goes on. She's like, I was chilled to the bone by, like, the, the debauchery and everything going well, on. What? And, and that's thinking, the whole thing about, like, people saying bad exactly. stuff about Bruno or whatever. What is every gay pride parade? You know what I mean? It's, exactly. but, it's dudes but, but, their ass. Wait, the gays wait, doing it. Wait. Uh, if the gays do it, it's okay. It's wait, when uh, the straights pretend to be gay and then do it, then it's not okay. Most, almost <laughs> all places in the <laughs> United right. States that have a pride... There's almost no nudity, or I mean, if there is, it's it's well, it's not oh, even nudity. Please. It's just very um, which well, okay, what? we'll, get, no, we'll, no, get, no. Into we'll get into that. We'll get that with our next except one. Except <laughs> Portland Pride is very oh, conservative. Give me a freaking break. Portland Pride. What is that? What we're talking. That's about? Have we seen? Have you seen nudity in San Diego? That's such a stupidly general. Have you statement. seen nudity? Yes. yes. Where there was Pride. a guy that used to march in the parade and he would be naked except for his backside because he had to put a little strap there or he'd go to jail. That dude, he totally walked on the parade like two or three times. Really? Yes. What parade? Ours? 
But you can't walk in. What about what about walking San Diego naked? Right. So JP, what what did she see? There's very near nude. I mean, all those little you know boys in the numbers floats with their hoochies and their things and whatnot. Right. But there's still everything's covered up. The point is that for people like this woman, they're seeing all of the worst side of all of the the pride, the self hatred. Let's. Put on not at all. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm not. I'm not oh, saying okay. that. I'm, waiting for I'm just point, saying that well, it's very speedos covered with body glitter. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, that's typical. Right. I mean, that's the way we I'm, live. I'm just saying that it. <laughs> there has to be more footage out there of what goes on in a pride, other than just seeing you know the real pretty boys like checking their the, thing and the like sex in the, the bathroom ugly guys or what. Stuff I mean, I, I'm all not, the rest of I'm not getting my boring. point across. It's not very newsworthy to watch a bunch of lesbians no, walking around so holding hands saw some, drinking some corn, eating corn in the cob. Right, riding motorcycles. I've always, I've always said that, JP, that they, they always show... The like, spectacle the, gets the, the press. Poop, yeah, the spectacle, but the, that, right. that's the always, feathers. That's and with the, any... Yeah. That's with but anything. how is that, that... The spectacle, that could not have been what got her... You know, all well, who up knows in if arms it was, Who knows if it was even San Diego Pride that she saw? It probably wasn't. That's what or I'm saying. Or maybe she saw like a tape from Folsom Street I, or something. That's exactly yeah, what exactly. I was thinking. Exactly. Folsom is all okay. hanging Well, up, yeah. no, because, no, the thing is, you started to touch oh, on yeah. something that really gets me uptight, and that's when you get these, these homo activists who are like, we need to turn pride into something we can be proud of, which is no. let's put on all our normal gear and be no. like the normal parade so then everybody sees how normal we are, quote unquote. Mm. And then they'll start saying, oh, well, gays are awesome because they're so normal. They're like me. Mm, yeah. And I that makes me freaking crazy. No, right? no it doesn't because within the, within the gay community itself, we are even more diverse than the gay community compared exactly. to everybody else. We are yellow, no, I don't think white. we need to be that. But the, the, I don't know. I, I guess the... The point I'm trying to talk, make is that I don't know what the fuck. I well, yeah, first of all, first of all, first of all, she's in La Mesa, so who cares? I mean, I, really, because you came at it saying that she rescinded it because she saw a video that had crazy shit in it. That had crazy so now shit you have it. a point, and the point is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I was. I knew it earlier today. It, it was just, I fuck, I don't know. So all thanks right. for derailing the conversation to a point <laughs> well, that has really no point. How would okay? Let let me let me turn it. How would you? The entrance is up okay, by no, the bridge. Wait. How would you handle that? How would you handle that? How would you say to this person? Okay, that's not really what is I going would say on here. I don't way, know what you saw. I would say, excuse me, Mrs. So and So, you have three hundred sixty-four other days. Why don't you concentrate well, on those? That's very Sorry, it's Gay Pride Day. And if you want to be straight and hang out, mm, then I am so awesomely happy for you to be here with us. But don't hate on us. And if you're going to judge it, keep to your fucking selves because this is our day. It is our mm. time out there on the parade route. Right. And you can stick the rest up your <laughs> bum time. Exactly. Out there. Right. But, well, I'm gonna, <laughs> well I, was, I would probably say to her, saw. like, right. Well, first of all, I would ask her what she saw. And then probably tell her, you know, that's such a small percentage of what Please. they're... You know, what about the, the couple that goes down that's been together I'd for hit her with years. a rolled up newspaper, about, and then I'd put her over a barrel, you know, and then I'd drive her the lesbians walking with their children. And then I'd I mean, spill my seat on her ankle. Right. Dressed up as a showgirl. Well, that's terrible, really, it is, that this happened. But that she pulled it off. We, but at the same time, we well, with her and show her about pride. Yeah. But how does everybody feel about the concept of pride anyway? Do you feel proud to be gay? I mean, is that what it's... I mean, it's, it's, it's not. It's your, not. It's it's to raise your empowerment. Yeah. Like, is it? Yeah, that's what. Because I feel designed. proud. I mean, I, I I don't feel ashamed either. I but just kind of am. Because you have the ability to be, I'm Dave, and I just happen to be gay. Well, mm. 
But you got there because people were proud enough to throw open the windows and say, hey, everybody, this is gay. Look at it. Deal with it. Accept it. And move on. And then it becomes normalized. And once it becomes normalized, then it's like... See, we live in a time when it's it's fairly normal yeah. or appropriate or okay to be gay. Yeah. So we well, can be like, oh, so what's the big deal about pride? Well, oh, well, 40 years ago, it wasn't that way. Well, <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Two, well, two reasons about not being completely normal well, no, now. But because, enough. what do you call it, we went and got yogurt after bingo last night, and these four guys in a Prius blasted by us twice, like screaming and yelling fag out in the car in Hillcrest. Which is great. But anyway, yeah, so it's not just, perfectly acceptable. People are stupid. But you want to hear something funny? What made, what made the biggest impact on me recently was seeing the movie Milk and seeing how really things were, you know, maybe, I don't know if they were over-dramatized, probably not, even in San Francisco back then, Mm-mm. and how, you know, how things were then. And it's funny because a couple weekends ago, Chuck and I, well, we, we were, um, Chuck, Chuck and I were hanging out, and his friend, his straight friend, one of his coworkers, was watching Milk on DVD and was like twittering him, uh, twittering, texting him while he was watching it and thinking like, oh my God, I can't believe people acted like yeah. this. Oh my God, I can't believe, you know, oh. and there they are working in this Hillcrest well, Barbershop. And even, the, what, you know, five or six fell. years ago when that person threw like the, the tear gas bomb in the middle of the parade route. Yeah. What about you know? two years ago when the guy got bashed in with the baseball? Yeah, you know, or, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, there is a reason why you need to leave the house and be mm-hmm. visible and be mm-hmm. a part of all of that. And it's not just because it's a spectacle and you can drink beer and you can get mm-hmm. a tan and you can cruise, guys. Those are all bonuses. <laughs> the best part God, is that... Grinder is going to be off the hook. Oh, no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I didn't even know about the rainbow until I came out when I was 30. Like why? I've never, never, seen, seen, a a never seen a rainbow. I didn't even know there was a Pride Festival. Doesn't rain where you're from? I know, right? Doesn't get very misty. It's either rain. I didn't know about any of the history. I like educated myself once I came out and went to my first bar. So I think Pride is not really for us. It's for those people that haven't come out yet. Well, I still think I think it's such a great. There's like a good vibe. Like I always feel good when I'm like. At the end of the parade route, and I'm walking to the festival, and there's just all these shiny, happy faces, and, and you know, and the happy. lesbians and the gay couples well, with their kids, and yeah. everybody's just like, it's and just, it's a cool. Well, that brings, up, that brings up an interesting story because we were talking about like our first prides or whatever. And for me, I was 27 years old. I yeah, we haven't actually talked about that yet. We're talking about. I now. wasn't you just out. It was, I was called a transition. Segway. Thanks for pointing it out. Oh, Mac. I'm sorry. Oh, I got to stop. <laughs> so it brings up an interesting thing. I just thing. want to go segue. I'm 27 <laughs> years old. I'm 27 years old, and I'm um, home, and it's a, a Sunday morning, and I'm watching on the news on the TV. Um, them or maybe it's Saturday morning. I forget which day it is in New York. Anyway, I'm watching on the news on the the TV. Them. Uh, doing the preparations, they're showing preparations, right? Uh, like them for, setting up and everything for the for Pride in Manhattan. And I was, you know, I knew I knew I was gay. I knew it meant to be gay. I totally wasn't out. You know what I mean? But you know, I you know had the thing. So I was watching it. It was early morning news, and they were showing them setting up. And I thought, wow, that would be cool to go there. And I don't know anybody there. Nobody knows me there, so I can go there anonymously. It's Manhattan, and I'll and and you know the train is a block and a half away. That takes they'll get me in New York in 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 you know, 110 minutes or whatever. So I said, well, what, or not even, uh, an hour and 10 minutes. So I said, what the hell? And I threw some stuff in my backpack real quick or whatever, and I ran up, ran to the train, got on the train, went in New York, and I stood there and just watched the whole thing at 27 years old, not being out, and just being like, wow, this free feeling that I can stand here, and there's all these people around me who are just like me, and I'm not mm-hmm. this, I'm not this freak or whatever that you know mainstream society and living in my small town of you know 9000 people would have me believe and to be able to stand on the the street of, of a city like Manhattan and watch all this go on and the funniest thing happened to this one guy from um, 
Metro Bears stepped out and handed me a postcard. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, what does that mean? Oh my God, I have a beard. Like, what's this all about? What's all that this stuff. It's like, hey, they look like me. It's the beard. Yeah. But uh, it was, and it was just, it was like a thing. And then, and then I, you know, walked with the parade route down into the village or whatever. And I, I remember being in the village and it was so crowded that. I was I could feel somebody pushing my backpack from behind and I was pushing somebody in the front of my chest like if I lifted my feet off the ground I would be mm-hmm. suspended by the crowd it was <laughs> it was so it was such a crush like down uh, in the village and it was just like it was just this feeling and I went home and I thought oh my god I'm like I want this I want to be able to feel this comfortable with myself and this this kind of free every week my story is very similar you know, and then it was before I came out. This was I was twenty seven, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't come out for another two years or, or three years. So I mean, but that gave you kind of that craving to and like sort of want that, that empowerment, right. like you talked about. That's that's what made me, you know, kind of think of that. So it was just, a, and it was just, it was a wild experience. And if you can imagine what pride is here, I mean, imagine what it's like in Manhattan. You know, right. what I mean, it's just, it's just insane. All, I mean, all different kinds of people and yeah. and stuff. I mean, crazy. So you were saying a similar experience, you know? Oh yeah, almost exactly the same, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how I where found out about Pride. Where, um, where was your Long Beach. Long Beach? Long Beach was my first one, and it was right on the ocean. It's not on the ocean anymore. It's kind of moved in a little bit, mm. and just uh, and it was on Broadway instead of Ocean. If you're familiar with Long Beach, and just you know, I I, I took my shirt off, which I never did in public. Um, we were just you know watching the parade. There was a party that I went to, and mm-hmm. it was just. It was just a feeling of freedom, really, yeah. that I don't have to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it was awesome. I don't know. Has anybody ever felt ashamed or just not, just not comfortable with it or afraid of what might happen? Well, see, if I just you knew I was different, out. but I well, didn't know how to articulate that. How you might be yeah. discriminated against. I mean, well, I know, I know, yeah. you know, growing up in Fresno, and I'm, I'm sure Brian can, you know, attest to this. Growing up in Bakersfield and stuff, it's, it's very. You know, farm communities and very, you know... So you're not ashamed, you feel afraid. Yeah, right. Sometimes you feel afraid, depending right. on depending on where you are. Well, you, you experience know, people, some reasons to be afraid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw friends of mine get shot. Right. And gay bashed and mugged and all kinds of stuff just yeah. for being gay, coming out of the bars. Um, but our first Pride was really kind of pathetic. Um, <laughs> in in Fresno. Oh, Fresno. Had the the very first gay Pride, um, really? they had their own. And it was basically just... Uh, they they did it in a weird way. They they separated the festival and the parade. Um, the parade was literally the first pride for Fresno was one drag queen in a car in a convertible. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's sweet. Waving, just waving, and that was it. It was just one car and like a oh. few people walking behind them, and that I mean it lasted like five minutes. But that was that was the stand. Like that was the you know screw this. We are having that's you know, how decadence got start. started too. And um, now it's you know I mean it's grown. They have a bit a big parade every year but um and i just remember standing there going okay that was it and then you know people like laughing and pointing at the drag queen and stuff and um but then they actually did a a weird thing like you know most of them have a festival tied into it right um fresno had their their parade and then on national coming out day or whatever weekend was around there Mm -hmm. they actually had the festival then okay um Hmm. and so and they actually had it um on the campus at, at um Cal State Fresno. Oh wow! Okay, and um, hmm. and so they had it there, and um, the Ku Klux Klan showed up. <gasps> nice. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> which was Wait, which with, was with the white robes with and the everything? hoods and everything. Yeah, Whoa. that's with, awesome. Um, so it was like a white party. Yeah, light up them crosses. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, they they didn't have Brendan crosses, but they they showed like up cross glow sticks. They showed up in their full regalia. <laughs> they um, did. There was only like five or six of them, which was really funny. And this is this is the very empowering part, is because it's like. You know, at first everybody was kind of like, oh, the clan's here, the clan's here. I'm like, God, there's another you know, drag like they're queen. Looking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden everybody yeah. realizes, wait, there's 500 gay people here yeah. and five of them. Yeah. And so, yeah. Get you know, all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden the, the police were like kind of scared for them because mm. we all started rushing towards the fence and we're like, fuck you. And, you know, going up to them and, and yeah. the, the clan actually got kind of scared and took off. Nice. Good. And then, and then they never showed up. They needed to do that After with the Westboro uh, <laughs> church also. Those freaking bullhorn Fox. Nazis. Yeah. Uh, the best, oh. you know, the, my, my whole take on those guys especially is the best thing you can do is just completely ignore, ignore them. them. Exactly. They are brainwashed. Don't you will never, me. ever find the light switch in their head that will click them into normalcy. Mm. <laughs> they are a lost cause. Walk or just have fun with them. Not even, past, it's, it's just, just no because it just it just gives it them just feeds into it feeds it. them you just you just all you did was just throw gasoline on their own little pathetic fire yeah. you know you kept it burning for an extra twenty minutes you know oh I, right. I when I was a decadence one year this one so I'll say queen this one queenie guy just totally attacked him yeah he got a bucket of water I think had bleach in it and you know the, the that religious you call them Westboro yeah the Westboro uh, yeah. yeah they have the big poles with mm-hmm. the big signs on them. Yeah. And he just got the bucket and threw it on one of the guys. And the guy just stood there stoic, holding yeah, his Yeah, well, because he's a warrior for Christ. And well, she was... All you did was he, just he, sorry, reinforce everything, everything, everything you believed Everything he believes in was completely reinforced by that action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And it's like those, those stupid people that sit there and try to have a debate with them and, and throw their propaganda that's, you know, homosexual, pro-homosexual Bible propaganda into the anti-homosexual propaganda that they have with their Bible. And it's it's... Useless. You mm. just, you're never going to change our mind. The only way you can change your mind is you can't. <laughs> you know, you just can't. Well, first you have to give them <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Well, now the, at least the former Miss California kind of disappeared. Yeah. So, what was your first bride, Brian? Oh, um, so mine was, I was, you were an, out. I was an active homosexual. Um, I was not out <laughs> to my family at all, but I did have, uh, my, I was with my first partner, and the first two years that we were together, um, I didn't go because I didn't feel comfortable. Um, I knew that the parade was going on, the festival was going on, and my partner went um, because he and this wanted is to. Where in Bakersfield? No, San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I moved to ba- I moved <laughs> San Diego when I was eighteen. So Sin City, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't even a homo <laughs> until I was in San Diego. Really, homo, um, homo San Diego. Yeah, homo. it all runs. So he went, and I would, you know, and I'd hear about it, and I'd see it in the paper. But at the time, I was still finishing up my degree. I was working in a video arcade by San Diego State. Everybody I worked with. They are, other than my uncle, were all complete and utter homophobes because they were all kids, dopey kids. Your hot uncle? You know, yeah, my hot uncle. Worked there? I, he was my boss. Cool. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> um, so I had all that to deal with, and I'm like, the last thing I need is to like show up on the newspaper and then have mm. all these like homophobe idiot kids find out, you know, that Brian's a fag, which I already sort of thought anyway. Um, so I just I didn't go because I just I wasn't ready. Um, and so finally that third year that we were together, I did go mm-hmm. and, uh, it was great. It was just the coolest thing. And I was showing you guys a picture of me and my, my partner and I, I was clean shaven and I had this little cap on and it had a little bear paw and it said cub on it, you know, and that I had ordered on the internet <laughs> oh. along with my first bear video cassette. No. <laughs> and, uh, so it was a cool, it was cool. It was just one of those, you know, 
laying on the grass and eating a corn dog, you know, mm-hmm. and like holding your partner's hand and watching the festival because that was back when the festival was on the hillside with a, a stage at the bottom of the hillside. Okay. Right. So we're sitting there and you know just in the grass, holding our hands, and I was like, this is just so it was oh. so foreign. Such a foreign feeling, but so empowering and cool, and mm. you know, and it's like, and that's what I try to remember now. I take all that shit for granted now because I'm just like, I dude, I'm in, I'm in the freaking plaza between Disneyland and DCA, and I'm lifting up my shirt and going like, woo, bears mm. and shit, you know. I mean, clearly, I am loud and proud, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> but um, to see the little cubby yeah. at that first pride, and then look at me now, you're just like, oh, what happened to him? But yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was my that was my my first. Uh, my first pride, and then I've done. I've only done Long Beach since then. Long Beach and San Diego. I've never been to any other. I've ones. done um, San Francisco. Yeah, Ooh. that one was. San Francisco sounds that's fun. Wild. I want to do that pink party that the they pink, had. The, the pink, pink party on yeah, Saturday, that the night before. Like oh my gosh! They no, all it's in dress the up in pink, outrageous oh, pink outfits, and the Castro is just full of people wearing pink. Have mm. fun. Yeah, and they put that ginormous pink. They put triangle the giant pink there. triangle yeah. up there, which actually was oh, there yeah. now all the time. I think. Part no, I don't. The, there's the pink. The part pink of it got project. set on fire. When during this yeah, for pride. Really? Oh, really? Somebody yeah. set it on fire. Somebody yeah. burnt part of it. Oh God. Well, those those yeah. haters are going to become more like, like zealots about, as yeah. as time passes. As Fundamentalists. Re, as religious religion falls out of favor, they'll I'm become more extreme. The, the little prides are kind of fun. I haven't. Simi Valley. I went to Simi Valley Pride and Palm Springs Pride. There's like a North County Pride even. Like, yeah. And yeah. stuff at some YMCA. There used to be an Orange County one in Irvine. I never went. But <coughs> that one stopped. God, I've been yeah. to San Diego, L.A., Long Beach. Never been to San Francisco. New York. They had a, like a Pride Fest thing in New Jersey that was like at a, at a place kind of like the Cox Arena around the outside of that sort of thing. Um, London. Hamburg. Oh, wow. Berlin. Well, you're just full Cologne. Pride. Yeah. Wow. I've been to a lot Inter- of them. International pride. Yeah. yeah. So. I've been to a lot of them yeah. now that I think about it. Huh. <laughs> Justin, so we were going to hit uh, Palm Springs Pride. Oh, in Palm a Springs? A few years too. ago, and that was, we ended up leaving early. It's a cute little parade, so. and then they have a little, a little yeah, tiny you know, festival. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went because we, we talked about it because you were stuck there with the. Everything happens on Sunday. Yeah. And Saturday yeah. was just dead, dead, dead the festival yeah. because nothing's going on. Yeah. Sunday's a busy day because of the parade. Right. And Saturday is yeah. just like a waste. Yeah, they had the drag races. That was all they really had. Yeah. yeah. No, so, what was so your what first you, one, JP? Well, the funny thing is, I mean, I moved, I moved here in '88, and I lived in down, you know, right center of Hillcrest from '88 um, until about '95, and I never went to any of the the parades. I went to the festival a couple of times, but I never saw the parade until '95. That was the first time I actually saw a pride parade? parade. Why didn't you go to the parade? You just I don't feel know. so moved. I don't know. I thought you were better than us. Is that what it is? <laughs> no. Oh, pretty, yeah, pretty much. So, Probably a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so how would that <laughs> count then if you went to the festivals? That's still part of Pride. Well, yeah, I was, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't sitting there watching, you know, everybody parade past and, right. you know, ooh, hey, so was this your, fir- that, so your first Pride was San Diego? Yeah. Oh. First one was here. I don't actually come to think about it. I don't really think you there was Pride in, girl. in Pittsburgh. Much. I'm sure there is now. Well, there is now. Yeah. They have a lot to be Twenty years of. later, yeah, there there is pirates and Steelers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Flash, flash dance. <laughs> yeah. goes on there. I mean, I, and the first one, I I remember just sitting there, and there's all these people on this side, and all these people on the other side of the street, and I'm just looking around, going, all these people here, whether they're gay, straight, or you know whatever, they're all here to show support for everybody here, and it just kind of washed over me, and I kind of got all like emotional, like wow, there's just, just going to listen to a carpenter. A ton of 
What? Go home and listen to a Carpenter's album. Or they're anti-gay yeah. sleeper <laughs> terrorists, and they're waiting to, to self-destruct and take out as many people as they can with dirty bombs. <laughs> Pretty much. What, what's interesting yeah. is, like, a lot of my coworkers are going, and, yeah. and they're all straight. Yeah. That's because right. they, uh, they know a party when they see one. Right, yeah. Well, my yeah. friend Sue and Sarah, my oh, yeah. uh, Jeremy and his wife, his wife is actually marching in the in the, oh, yeah. in the the uh, parade. Mm. Um, and then this other guy, a team at work, is coming, too. So mm-hmm. there's, like... All these like straight people that come every year and I kind of want to watch the parade this year. Like the last couple of years, we always just end up walking we along walk with in, the parade, you know, yeah. and then and I kind of want to watch it because I like to you know I like to clap for the flag and I like to clap for the cops and oh. for the well. There's firemen. two P flag groups. So I did two T-shirts for both of them: regular P flag oh, yeah? and P flag en español. Oh, en español. Sí. Que bueno. Muy bueno. Mi so familia. what's, what's P flag in, in Spanish then? Um, it's P flag. It's still P flag. Espanol. It's P flag and Espanol and script underneath, and it says yeah. Mi Familia with a sun on the back and oh, multicolored sun. That's, that's awesome. Picture. Yes. That's cool. Did I tell you that my um, what was it? My dad and his wife uh, did the Episcopalian booth at the Bakersfield Pride. Oh really? They did. Oh, yeah, that's right. Reaching out and teaching people about <laughs> Jesus. about religion and P flag. That is the funny thing that that it's always stuck with me. Well, a friend of mine took me to a P flag meeting once because. He was involved with them somehow, and we went, and there was actually a Catholic priest there speaking, unbeknownst. Uh, his parish didn't know he was there, and he was there speaking about it, and he was gay or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And his, his point that stuck with me, and gosh, I'm trying to think of when this was. This was probably like 1996 or 1997 or something. His point was, um, as long as whatever you're doing isn't a sin in your heart, then you won't be judged on it. That leaves yeah. a lot open. But he said, that's yeah. a, well, that's what he said, not to... Because what if you're insane that for open and yeah, you just start whacking people's heads off with a machete and you're right, like, right. I don't feel it. It don't feel like a sin in my heart. Right, that's the thing. But, <laughs> but if you're legitimately, insane, if you're yeah. insane and it's not a sin in your heart, I guess you're not going to go there. Yeah, you're not going to be judged yeah, on. I guess that's you true. Know? Yeah. So, he, you know, so that was his huh. point with regard to, you know, you know, gay sex and people Bible thumping and everything you know, else. In front speaking of groups that don't like homosexuals, I was watching Penn & Teller's Bullshit last night. And they did a thing about the uh, Boy Scouts of America, mm. which was fascinating because I guess it wasn't until, what was it, the early 80s that the Boy Scouts went batshit crazy. And yes. they went batshit crazy because the Mormons stepped into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Get out. And grabbed, really? yes. It's, grab power. And grab, uh, grab majority kind of stakeholder power. And that's oh. when the little bylaws started saying, like, no atheists and no homosexuals because they don't represent the core values that the Boy Scouts are all about. But the early Boy Scout handbook from like 60 years ago says to the people who are going to be Scoutmasters that religion shouldn't come up as a conversation because that's not where the Boy Boy Scouts should not have an opinion on that. Mm -hmm. So if a a boy comes to ask you about that, you should, you know, have them talk to their parents or whatnot. Mm. So the Boy Scouts started out being normal, Mm -hmm. then went batshit crazy, and now well, I was gonna say because I remember because I you know being ex Mormon right that was like all the kids you went to Boy Scouts yeah no. you, you were really? you you're huh? you're not well, joining Boy Scouts why aren't you joining well, Boy Scouts you know, and Mikey was, was in Boy Scouts you yeah know, he was uh, he's ex Mormon as well and what makes me what makes me cringe and it's still a, I don't know if it's the case in San Diego anymore I can't remember the status of it but the the building that they were using mm-hmm. was being rented to them to the Boy Scouts for a dollar you know mm-hmm. a month. Yeah, and so to me, it's like you have a group that's 
giving out this religious agenda. It's like Mrs. C's. I'm paying for them. It's like Mrs. <laughs> you know? C's. Well, there's been many times where they've revoked yeah. Well, there's a huge, yeah, there's a huge campground where um, in New Jersey where they have the Boy Scout Jamboree every four years, mm-hmm. and it costs like $4 million to put it together, mm-hmm. and the actual armed forces come out and set up all the camp gear and shit for all the Boy Scouts. All mm-hmm. that money is federal money. Mm. And it's and this is a group that says yeah. we don't want gays and atheists. The only cool thing about Penn and Teller though is that whenever they do this bullshit thing, they always show both sides. Mm-hmm. And they sent out it was really it was really cute. They made up this fictional family, and then they had actors playing the family on the TV show, and it was like this like you know Coca Cola mom from the 1950s mm-hmm. and this little you know happy smiling <laughs> kid. And they're like you know she's a homemaker, and little Jimmy wants to be in the Boy Scouts, and and her you know and she volunteers with this, you know the 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 kids groups and all this shit. And the dad is a surgeon, you know, and then they turned him from a surgeon into like um, an, a UN representative or something. And they're atheists and they want to join the Boy Scouts. And they sent it out to like 300 scout troops in various parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And they got responses like you know we don't want you know they, they're not allowed. But they also oh. got people saying like this is not an official position but we would love to have him take part in the scouts or this you know and and so it was nice to know that there are like scout troops that don't toe that line that's true that's subversive scout troops but on (laughs) on the other hand though and I've heard a lot of things from kids who have um, who have Mormon friends kids who aren't Mormon but they have Mormon friends and a lot of the times the Mormons will try to get their kids Get their hooks in the kids and get the stuff through there. I'm not, and again, I'm not right. saying this is the way everything is. I'm just saying that these are a couple stories I've heard from. Ironically, the Mormons are always like so. the back door. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Okay. well, so. actually, JP, I was in, involved in a Mormon troop, and they never tried to convert us. Ever. See, and that's because you knew. That's See, they were speaking about it, so that was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably thought you were a lost cause. You know, like, oh, well, Vito's oh. tremendously gay. We're not even going to try. No, but, but, uh, I was a little chubby love no. it. But it no, does, I've, it I've makes... thought about, you know, returning. My Eagle Scout. I've thought about turning in my badge mm. for the fraternity. I've but that wasn't about what it was about stuff. while you were involved. No, you, but that, what, no. that's not what it meant to you. Well, it it's was just going into, into the crazy stage when you were, you know, doing that. Yeah. And what was interesting was on the Penn and Teller show, they brought in um, three young straight guys and three young gay guys, and they had them do. They learned how to tie knots, and they learned how to do put up a tent. And they learned how to fold the flag because they were like because they said that like the whole point the point the new point is is that gays um, uh, they're not I guess they're not you know the, the Boy Scout focus doesn't really cross over to the gays because the gays don't really do things that like that like camping how old are these guys which is and they, they they all had to be over eighteen because they can't use kids on this TV show or some shit like gotcha. that I don't remember okay but. So they did all the exercises, and the gays fold the flags better. They did the knots better. They put up the tents better. And Penn and Teller's like, well, of course, they're gay, you know. <laughs> but uh, but what was really cool fabulous. was that they had a scoutmaster on the show, and he, they, they talked about him a little bit, and he was showing them how to do all the knots and everything, and, and he was, like, really into scouts, and he was defending scouts and all of that. And at the end, he goes, but I'm no longer a part of the Boy Scouts of America because I'm a, I'm a gay man, and I was a scoutmaster for 25 years and this mm. and that and an Eagle Scout. And they had this other kid who was an Eagle Scout, and he stands out in front of the White House with a microphone and talks about how things need to change because because you know, he's gay and he can no longer be a scout even though he had, you know did all this and mm-hmm. it was really kind of inspiring to see somebody huh. that age like so you know invested in making a change and whatnot so oh, there so be proud of that and yes. if you see a Boy Scout kick him in the head yes and no. if you're in <laughs> <laughs> San Diego weekend, just enjoy yeah. Pride do yes. not incite any so violence so anybody who's had Pride or Peace, is going to have Pride or is having happiness. Pride or feels or Very hasn't come prideful. out. <laughs> and take your pepper spray with you. So if anybody gives you any jib, you can just go. 
Mace him in the face. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. This is Justin. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we're. Oh, I know, right? Wow. I know you missed I'm like, goodbye. I'm out of here. Nobody has tugs. Okay. Oh, yeah, I do. Actually, I do have tugs. Actually, I've got a couple things. Well, while you're pulling that up, I'll do mine. Um, you're stammering through them like Bob Newhart, right? <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'm just saying, while well, he takes the time. No, I'm jeezing like on JP. Yeah, um, I'd like to give a tug to my friend Scott that came down and visited. Had yeah. a good time this weekend. It was a lot of fun. Cool. So. Oh, he's a listener. Hey, hi, Scott. He will be. Yep. He will be. Awesome. He will be now, since he's being mentioned. Yeah, um, be. <laughs> I have tugs. I have a tug for uh, Big Chris and for DJ John. Um, thanks for getting together and talking about stuff and taking an interest in making uh, Bear Knight better or and giving me a tremendous amount of lip service and not changing a thing. So we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, see. No, come wah, on, that's wah, humor. Wah. Humor, humor. Check out my humor. Um, and to RDRR, um, and happy birthday to Robert. Tugs to them. Had a great weekend. A big tug to James. Um, hanging out with him all weekend. He's just a really neat guy. And to his coworkers and and uh, and Prosto and his coworkers. They, they were just so awesome. I mean, when I I say goodbye to Prosto at the restaurant that we had been eating at, and um, and she gave me a hug, and she goes, "Well, you know, because you're one of us now." Because I've hung out with him before when I visited James before, mm-hmm. and it just there's something about that, like having somebody you don't even know like super well, like. To say, like, hey, Aww. I dig your vibe, and I'm glad you're here, and you're, you cool. know, totally welcome back. So that was really sweet of her. And then um, a tug to Earl, who's in town and visiting. He's just kind of a nice guy. He won at bingo yesterday, too. So, cool. um, I don't get who he was. Yeah, so I don't even know if he listens, but. I'm, I'm getting him getting him to be a listener. Yeah. Where's he from? What's his deal? Um, he's from D.C. or D.C. VA he's going to be hanging out with Matt a lot. Okay, that's good. <clears throat> Cool. I don't know who cool. Matt, Matt is. Matt. Or Matt. You're Matt. Oh, you're Matt. Matt. oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And no tugs to Matt oh, for your last night at thing. Wasn't it epic last night at uh, Dude, Pex? it was epically slow and uneventful. Aww. <laughs> I mean, well, Tim came in and, and my neighbor Mark came and, and, yeah, and yeah. I know. I mean, people came in, but it was a crazy slow night because it mm-hmm. always is leading up to Pride. It doesn't start mm-hmm. to really kick off until like tonight. Tonight might be okay. and Tomorrow will clearly be taking off. But um, yeah, I know. Out with a whimper. <laughs> in fact, like we didn't even do anything special and I was so hung up. There's stuff going on at the bar right now. Um, and I was so hung up on that and like thinking about that, that I didn't even like realize till I got home. I was like, Oh yeah, that was like our last night. Shit. <laughs> but, uh, that's why I went. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and you know, I hope you had a good time, but, uh, are you ready now, JP? Well, yeah, but, uh, before, <laughs> uh, before I start my tugs, I actually have an apology. And my apology is We're, to Brian. We accept. Yay! It. It's about fucking time. <laughs> wow! I don't know what it's I for. Want an but apology too. <laughs> the apology Clearly is. Clearly, you were wrong about something that I was right about. I totally, <laughs> totally, totally dissed a movie based on. Oh yes. Based on this this preview and this thing I read about it, and I have to say, I watched North Shore. It is totally eighties. It is totally cheesy. It's totally predictable. I mean, it's Hollywood script number four. And I sat there and I watched it and I totally enjoyed it. And it was it anyway. delicious, wasn't and it? And I enjoyed it. And it was fun. And Hollywood I enjoyed spoon it. Fed. I will say, he Twittered me at the beginning. He's like, okay, I'm watching this. And like, I don't get it. You are insane. And then it was just like 30 or 40 minutes later, I didn't respond to the first one. 34 minutes later, I get another one. He's like, okay, I kind of get it now. <laughs> it's on my Netflix list. Uh, yeah. So Is it, it should be a streaming. If you have like an Xbox, you should be able to stream it. I don't have an Xbox uh, yet. So. Yeah. So, okay. all right. So that was my apology. North, then, Shore, uh, North Shore. Shore. Yeah. So there's put another so. mark in the column of Brian is never wrong. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, first, asterisk next to that too. Unless you're hot, then uh, you'll yeah. be wrong whenever you want him to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> if loving you is wrong, then he's one of right. Uh, first tug is to Bo. Um, oh, that sounds uh, that's a hot. Is name. he hot? I his, love Bo. I, just to his, uh, no, it's on Twitter. I've never met him. Generally, uh, is he his, hot? R H A G E R N. Ragern on Twitter. I don't know. Anyway, I saw a tweet from him. Um, he said he listened to us for five hours while he wow. was traveling up to New Hampshire. Oh my God, now I have an apology. <laughs> <I know. laughs> if his brain hasn't leaked out through his ears yet, then oh, uh, I'm starting to get big tugs. Five so, hours of us? Or something? Uh, <laughs> like a cold compress? So big tugs to Bo. Um, also, and then just tugs to everybody who, uh, who showed us support. Through some very odd drama um, over the week, and that we've already talked about ad nauseum yes. earlier. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm done. But we we should. I think next week, if we if we do go to Bogus House on the 18th, it will be fun to maybe talk about a tiny tiny bit tiny. next week. And just people to say, go or you, is everybody going to be like too I'm tired not, and kind of no. hungover from the day? I think my plan is to go as long as I get a disco nap in. Mm. So what? because yeah, that's the plan. My plan is to go. Mm. Ooh, excuse me. Okay. Uh, I'm done. Um, I, the only talks I can think of is possibly Corey Gooster. Um, he um, always supports us and tech stuff. I hung out with him at the hole. It was fun and funny. And oh yeah, yeah. That's but, pretty much. You know, to, to go back in time and give another tug um, to another person who supports us all the time, and I don't know their first name, but they're Forza Tricolor yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. They are always giving us shout outs yeah. and like saying so, like getting through the day with a six one nine Bearcast or yes. digging on the Bearcast or wow. whatever. So Forza yeah. Tricolor, thank you for uh, yes. pimping us and being a loyal listener. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Thank you. Vito. Oh, um, uh, Ryan, the gentleman who said he help out with JP. Like to give a tug to him. I hung out with him yesterday. And, Help out with me. Uh, you know your <laughs> lady audio things. stuff. Oh, Ryan, oh. SD Canadian. Oh, right. Ryan, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Is, he was at yes. Bingo last night. Oh, yeah. right. That next mm-hmm. right. Yeah, we went to dinner last night with Earl from uh, DC and had a good time. Good. It was fun. Help you with your lady things. I was like, oh, <laughs> what's your <laughs> <he> pointing? <laughs> with your lady parts. Your lovely lady parts. Oh my. And just looking forward to the weekend. Oh, there were things that I wanted to. Give a shout out to, or not a shout out to, but like a pimp to. Well, uh, 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 Justin. 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 Wow. <laughs> I'm like, what? God, I'm having JV's brain farts now. Um, what is your? Uh, you have to like, do your tugs first, and then. I thought he did his. Tugs. I did my tugs. Oh, you started with you. Wow, okay. Dave. Way to be invested in the All show. Right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. It was a very long time. Uh, were, you, yes. were you here? That was um, the right time. I, I would say, though, uh, recommendation, um, television show that I'm all about. And if you have Netflix and Xbox, you can stream it for free. Both series. It's only six episodes apiece. It's called The IT Crowd. It's called The IT Crowd. It's IT and then crowd. The it's crowd. a British crowd. It's a British show. Yeah, British it is show. flipping hilarious. It's about mm. two Uber, Uber nerds who work in the IT group, which is like in the basement of this ginormous, you know, pretty building and everything. And this woman who is like has no IT experience, is not a video gamer, is not even remotely a nerd, somehow ends up being the manager of the apartment. And it's the two guys that play it that make the total show. One's an Irishman and the other guy is just 
hard to even describe. His name is Moss. The character's name is Moss. And they, it's just a brilliant humor. If you like yeah. Black's books, it's, it's very reminiscent of that. It's, it's, it's a very, I think it's a very popular show over there. Yeah. And uh, I watched the first couple episodes on Netflix. Oh, it's, it's just it's delicious. Like, I want, I'm going to go back and watch. JP, you would be stars and bars for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, all of the oh, I love British comedies. If, yeah. And, and, and I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm just That's super, super, super it's, into it. No, it, it's not sci-fi it's like at all. A, it's like it's the IT, IT part of the office. That's it's, fine. It's very That's absurd. It's just completely absurd humor. and Awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm probably I've already watched I like mean the, absurd the like series. young ones absurd or not the computers. that far out there but <laughs> okay. close okay. yeah I mean reminiscent uh, there are, there are, it's reminiscent but okay. it's, it's just it funny it's on streaming it, yeah yes. Netflix you can add it on Netflix totally. and you can watch it on demand on their yep. streaming and it's it's delicious and Doctor Who's coming up new season and Torchwood if you like British stuff well and you know, it's more Ooh. of a it's a different thing Excited. but also streaming on Netflix is a thing called um Hotel, oh my god, now I'm blanking on it. I just had it. Hotel Babylon. Uh, it's a it's a series. It's about all the weird inner working stuff that goes on behind the scenes in like a hotel. It's about a hotel staff and a little drama between them and the different things that happen with the different guests every mm-hmm. week. I thought that was pretty. So it's kind of like well. Faulty Towers. That's no, it's no, not it's goofy. Drama. It's <laughs> more about like there's a like a drama y subtext, but then they get themselves in like these goofy situations with weird cuss with weird people in the hotel and, <laughs> and how they have to do things and like the guy's sort of learning the game and how things work, like with the hotel, like you know, you get the certain person prostitutes and Sounds you know and it's like, well, you know, yeah. we're not paying for that as a hotel. Well, yeah, oh, we are because if, of And if you're not watching True so. Blood, you're oh, missing oh, oh. Like, I need to come over and oh, see the most episode. Amazing oh, I have it. Yes. show ever. Yes. An entourage I again? just yeah. I love entourage. Oh, but True Blood is so the way bad. this last Dave, one. Are you watching it? Oh. Dang. I want to go. I watched the first three episodes so and I just no no no. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. By like the fifth, I have them all downloaded. The fifth or sixth episode, it really starts to go up. Really, and the first three episodes of the new season are freaking awesome. Yes. Mm. There's so, so much. There's a panel at Comic Con, right? Yes, yes. there is. Is it okay to save places in those panels when you're waiting in line? It is. It is to an extent. Um, they might not clear you for out for like one or two. Before, yeah, Here's the deal, man. That the the True Blood one is not taking place in H. It's taking place in like Ballroom 20. And Ballroom 20, if it works like it did last year, was like you just need to go get inside well, of it at the beginning of the day and just sit there the whole day because yeah. that's what people do in order to be in the one panel that they want to be in. No. There were like people who wanted to be in the Mr. Science Theater 3000 panel yeah. that sat in it like through. Five panels just so they'd be it for that. Yeah, they're not going to clear it out. From yeah, one they don't the clear other. it out in between, and which is you know I can understand they can't do that because then there's like a thousand people waiting to get in, so you pretty much fucked yourself if you're in one panel because there's no way you can watch the one after that if they cleared out the room. Right. What if you have to go to the bathroom? They let you well, back in. You just if you tell the the person at the door that you're coming back, they you know they're cool about that. Okay. It's, well, the it's, big it's, ballroom it's, has bathrooms, didn't off the Yeah, the big H does, but yeah. but ballroom twenty doesn't. The smaller ones. Don't. Oh, okay. And uh, so I, because I'm freaking out because they're having a lost panel too. It's like at 11 a, in the morning. They're having a weeds panel in the evening. On Are they really? Saturday. It's like at 5 oh, o'clock. Shit. I didn't or even see that. 5 30. Genji Cohen's going to be there. My only thing is, it's the last lost panel because, you know, this is their last mm, season. Mm-hmm, so, right. I mean, my, my nipples are getting hard just, like, thinking about it. I, <laughs> I so well, want to be there. I, I Twittered today about what do you call it. Apparently, people think it's going to be a nightmare because of Twilight and all these crazy people, uh, tweens going it's, there. You know, it, it's going to be a Twilight. nightmare because every day is sold out. It's yeah. going to be mm-hmm. crazy. Man. I'm kind of feeling like I might even be over it before it's begun, but I really want to see. I want to see the Lost panel and the Drew Blood panel. I mean, yeah, and they're going to have an so Iron Man 2 panel, and John Favreau loves making a Apparently spectacle. Apparently, that's on the same time as it True is Blood. It is. The same as True Blood. I've seen a lot of Twitters going, yeah. 
Sorry, Iron Man. That's what I said. I sent yeah. out a thing on Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, peace, love, and an elbow grease, Iron Man. But I'm going to be doing my freaking yeah. True Blood. Because they're going to have the cast members there. So I can just sit there and wow. go like, ah. And they're, even, they're having a panel for, oh, they're going to, um, they're showing a new episode of Glee. I already told you about that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have the Glee panel. Then they're also having, um, oh, um, V. They're showing V. Yeah. Oh, the new V. Oh, the new v. And they're going to have a Caprica panel as well. Oh, really? And the V oh, wow. panel will have my gal who plays Juliet on Lost, who I would totally like marry if I liked women. Do you know what day the Caprica? Well, that's too much detail. Well, yeah, yeah. let's we'll anyway, yeah, so, And we'll get into Comic-Con more because, dude... You guys out there oh, yeah. in listener land, yeah. you don't even know what's going well, next down. Next week will in be San the Comic Con episode then, because that's, <laughs> Dude, the we have, so we that's have, next week. We have yes. Pride this weekend, which like Billy Brown will be coming into town, and then Zach will be yeah. coming into town on Tuesday because yeah. we have Matt's going away party on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then that leads into Comic Con next week. Don't do this. And Comic Con is just so unbridled, crazy, <laughs> fuck up. And everybody's coming. Like you know, Shannon and Luke are coming from the. Oh, you know, Shannon are. from um, from B Talk is going to be in town. So. It's going to be like, and then after Comic-Con, then we're rolling into my birthday, which is a month-long celebration. So. <laughs> <laughs> the year of a dozen dreams. Yes, so. Month of a dozen dreams. So, God. yes. And uh, the other thing. things yeah. are coming. The thing also about Lost, I finally started watching the first episode. Last night, as I'm going through stuff, as I'm packing, you really I shouldn't on, do it while you're doing other stuff. Dude, well, no, you, I watched the the uh, pilot, the first and second part of the pilot, and episode one, two, three, four, and five before I yes. finally my eyes were about to fall out. I'm like, it's, it's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I have to go to bed. Well, I was showing Dave my seven pages of lost notes mm. that I've taken oh, since shit. I started watching it over from the beginning. Seven and a half pages of notes, and I'm only in the season three. Do we ever find out what Kate did? Don't tell me, but do you ever oh. find out what she did? Wait, you just Wait, told me not to tell you. You just said, don't tell you. No, well, no, don't, <laughs> don't tell me what, what it is, is she did. Do oh, you yes, ever find out? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. You find out everything that you think is a mystery, it's so five minutes ago. <laughs> like, all those mysteries, you know, all there's only a couple of, I mean, there are core yeah. mysteries that hold through the entire series, yeah. but most of the things that you're really worried and freaked out about right yeah. now are like, Perfect. yeah. I, no, and I, mean, I will it's say not this, nothing. It all builds well, upon itself. I will say this. I mean, as I was, I, as I'm watching the first part of the the um, the pilot, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, What's yeah, the cord yeah, whatever, in the sand, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and it wasn't until it wasn't until their first night with those creepy talking. fucking yeah. noises in the background that all of a sudden my and my Grumper gets killed. Ding, He's ding, a pilot. Yeah. He gets sucked up. I know. Well, uh, yeah, but that was later. That was the next day. That was Smokey the Monster. No, that's that. That was when my okay. This is going to be a cool kind of show. Well, yeah. just from watching it, the last couple of episodes specifically that I've been watching during season three is how much I've forgotten. Like, there are significant things that take place and, and flashbacks and characters that know one another, and you're like, I forgot that even happened. And that's where all the notes come from. So, anyway, oh, sorry. We are so way over wow. time. So, for those of you who appreciate our long podcast, this one's this for, one's you. for you. you. This one's for you. Tug, tug. Holy 50 minutes. Yes. Next week is coming back. Yeah, and actually, we have to stop before it hits two, right? Yeah, because then it stops all the time. So, I'm Brian. Goodbye, Brian. I'm JP. Goodbye, JP. And I'm Dave. Bye, Dave. I'm Vito. Bye, Vito. This is Justin. Bye, Justin. All right, have a good weekend. Happy Pride. Happy Pride.